This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. The studio is live. Hello, welcome to the show. I will shut the door of the studio. If you are listening on the podcast, you will know that Ian did not turn up today. So I, Jacob, am presenting the show. Coming up on the show today, Jam, 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 James, 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 Yat, Yeatman, James Yat, James Yeatman, James Yat. He, he James Yat is, is a the director artistic director 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 Also on show today the studio is live Yeah John Yeah John John McAvoy! Oh, God. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Sorry, um, sorry, hang on. Jacob on Fubar Radio. Hello. Hello. Welcome to my show. Okay. Hello, my name is Jacob. What's, what have you got a surname, Jacob? Yes. What is it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Always Jacob in the complaints. Okay. <laughs> Just Jacob. Just Jacob. JJ. Natalie? Yes. The studio is live. It, it is live. <laughs> It's live. I will shut the door properly. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, oh so come, come, mate. Oh, thank God. Yes, go on, up you go, mate. Thanks, Jacob. Did, did Jacob cover the show? Yeah, he did it. He, well, he did oh, it quite well. thank you, mate. That was very, very good. And look how quick he's got back to his seat yeah. there, sulking already. I know. He's on the phone. I think he's complaining about being bullied at work. Oh. It's not bullying exactly. It's more, I consider it more of a tribute. A tribute. Yeah, yeah. an honour to Jacob. Jacob I'd see him popping in G-Corp. at any time during the show today. Yeah. Um, uh, since arriving today, Natalie, I've noticed that you're uh, a little bit down in the dumps. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm not down in the dumps. Yeah, you are. You're very uh, lethargic. It's not criticism. Oh. Um, very quiet, well, which we should I'm all be loud. grateful for, really. Exactly. But what's the matter? What's happened but to you? But normally I'm too bouncy, you say, and loud. So I'm I'm ne- I've never once said, Nat's too bouncy. <laughs> Uh, I'm, at, I'm, at any point, well, you're like two, that. you're like, whoa, sort of wandering around the, the studio yep. beforehand, pacing yep. and stuff. I yep. didn't do that. I but just... the word bouncy has never, never okay. passed my lips with regards to you. That's true. Um, what, um, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm fine. I'm good. Well, I'm a very perceptive gentleman, that's right. Right. 
So there's clearly something something afoot. Uh, no, there isn't. There I've isn't. been stood up for the last three hours. Because you were on the train. I couldn't get a seat on the train. I was fucking livid. Is there a complaints procedure for that? Is there some? Can I say to them, I had to stand all the way, even though I had a ticket? Um, no, I don't think it guarantees you a, a seat, does it? But then they could just put like a thousand people in a carriage, couldn't they? And yeah, say, easily. well, we didn't guarantee you wouldn't be lay on top near the roof. But if you travel during rush hour, you've got a ticket, but. It wasn't in rush hour. I know, but I think it's it half term because I saw a lot of kids this morning. Well, a lot of kids on the train. Interesting. Who, isn't it? What sort of people <laughs> on the train? What sort of you people? Right You're right. Yeah, it's an interesting discussion, isn't it? <laughs> what do you mean by well, people? Like, what do you mean what sort of people? I what, would... like racist? Do you want. Uh, no, not racist. Well, then, yeah, what? No, racist. Oh, racist. What, what do you want? Um, what are you asking there? No, I mean, it's like, is there a certain age group of people, male, female? Again, didn't do a consensus at all. There were people... I'll tell you what I did um, notice is that I could see through someone's seat uh, all his emails and it was really horrible stuff. All business shit, but it was really horrible. They worked with a... (coughs) Excuse me. um, A disabled charity... Yeah. ...that was called... Yeah, no, you're you're right to raise your eyebrows. Yeah, don't say it. Um, But whatever it was, and it was all like kind of underhanded about, well, we can make this much and we can make this much and all that sort of business. I did a gig for a disabled, not disabled charity, for a a medical charity not that long ago. Um, Something to do with scanners or whatever. And it was, that felt dodgy to me. Why? Just the people, they were horrible. People running it and that were really uh, sinister. That's what I felt. Wear a lot of black. No, that's not, again. Um, what do you mean? No, they were just sort of like, you could see that they were all minted, but they were running a charity, and you could, they were very, a lot of champagne being knocked back, and oh, and I was paid handsomely for it as well, yeah. so you, you could say that I'm a hypocrite, but I didn't actually know it was a charity gig when I took it, so when I got there, I found out. The corporate gig thing is interesting. It wasn't really corporate. Do you do those? No. Hmm. Why? No, I was watching an episode, <laughs> so stupid, but I was watching... You are, you, that's right, you are. Yeah. I was watching, you know, Mark Maron. That's right, you are. I thought you'd gone. Oh, Jacob's in to tell me it's stupid now, is he? Again. You were watching uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron's um, TV series, Maron, funnily okay. enough. And he I've did an episode, that. I really like it, and he did an episode about um, doing a corporate gig and if it's sort of, he doesn't really want to sell out because it was a, a company that he didn't really like, but they okay. were offering him a load of money. Right. I guess it'd be a difficult thing. Yeah. I, I, um, I combat that by simply not being suitable for them. Right. How do they know? They obviously go... Well, if they go, like, wear a suit, I go, I've not got one. That's fair enough. I, I have, actually. I've got one now. What's it like? I bought one the other week. Black. Black suit. I wore it on Thursday for my brother's wedding. Oh, how was that? It's fine. Were you... One of them weddings, oh, innit? You weren't, were you? Was I what? BM. No. No. I, I had nothing to do with any of it at all. Did you? I didn't even buy him presents. I got the kids' presents instead. That's nice, though. Yeah, I reckon. Um, it was fine. Was it have a nice, nice day? Nice lunch? Keep asking me questions nice. about it. I'll answer it. Was it in a church or a no. registry office? It was in a like a hotel thing. In a hotel? With a... Well, like a retreat, it felt oh. more like. It was out in the sticks and stuff. Okay. It was up north. So did you stay in the hotel overnight? No, I went up in the morning and left pretty much after the speeches. How was your mum? Uh, she had a hat on. Oh, nice. It wasn't hers. Whose was it? I don't know. She just found a hat? <laughs> no, she told me she was made to wear it. Who made her wear the hat? I don't know. Oh the bride or something I've got no idea maybe that might not be right that might be wrong that okay. but somebody you know it was to, to match something else what was the first dance it was all cockeyed on her head it wasn't flat on her head it was all cockeyed I didn't see the first dance Are because um, both myself and the old ball and chain mm. were knackered we were yeah. really really tired um, and it had been a long day and uh, so we actually left because the first dance was going to be in another hour and a half or something uh, we went okay we're going to shoot off nice food uh, yes fine what was it 
um, soup. Soup? <laughs> soup of the day. Right. What was the soup of the day? Tomato mascarpone. Oh, nice. That was okay. the first thing, soup. Um, second thing was, the vegetarian thing was a risotto. That's what the old ball and chain had. And I had, uh, it was a dauphinoise potato in a circle, mm-hmm. some roasted vegetables, uh, just a little bit, and a chicken, a bit of chicken. Sounds nice. Yep. And the dessert, I can't remember. It was something chocolatey. Oh, lovely. Yeah. That was a nice day out. Anything else you want to know about it? Um, we got did, water as well, still water. Did you? Still water. The champagne was freely on tap. Do you take photos? Um, I didn't because I left my phone in the car. Were you in some photos? Did the photographer want I would you imagine in? so. But you would remember, wouldn't Eventually you? I was, yeah. yeah. Oh, when they got you in the group photo. Well, I noticed that all the family were all outside at one point. Oh. And then Joe said, do you think, are you meant to be in these photos? And I went, I don't know. Yeah, of course uh, you are. Said, no, no, there was no, there was no urgency to get me in them. Which is fine by me, by the way. And, uh, and yeah, so I went and uh, did that. But then, <coughs> my mum and the bride as well. It was a night, it was, no, it was a nice day for them. But my mum said, um, now apparently one of the bridesmaids' boyfriend is a big fan of yours. And I was like, oh, no, really? And um, they kept making this big... And mum said, come, come and talk to him, come and talk to him. I was like, I'll talk to him during the day at some point. I'm not going to walk up to him yeah. and say, hello, here I am, your hero. Can you, oh, yeah. can you idolise me or whatever? But, so eventually they brought him over to me. Perfectly nice lad, but he wasn't a fan. He just sent me on telly a couple of days ago. <laughs> and he said, oh, I saw you on uh, Russ Has Good News. I went, oh, what, 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 did you, what was that? Which one? Because I've been on a couple of times. I went, which one? And he went, oh, it was, it was the one where you were you know, dressed as a toothpaste. Cool, yeah. Right, and I went, okay. And I was like thinking, what, you're a fan, are you? <laughs> so the, the one where you was dressed as a toothpaste. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't cross with him for not being a fan. I was cross about the fuss that was being made over someone that... Had a passing knowledge of me. Yeah, and then did you have that awkward? Was it awkward when you had to stand there and? No, they were all right. She asked right. him about his work. Oh, that's nice. She did that instead. What did he do? Um, <laughs> he worked <laughs> for. Well, I'm trying to think what what they would do. I know the company name, but I don't want to give it. What do they do? Uh, telecommunications. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, there you go. Is that interesting? Yeah, very good. Good. That's the wedding covers. Uh, um, speaking of things on, was it on Netflix, Maren? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, well, it's a, a sort of half an hour. Um, okay, that's all I'm going to say. About half an hour. Why? Um, Why? It's good. It's good. No, well, it's just done the fourth series and it's finished. It's not on Netflix yet. The third one's just become available. I thought he'd packed it in. No, he has, yeah. Um, I have been watching Haters Back Off. I I want to see that. It's really good. It's on my list. Like, it's really good. I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Miranda Sings. I always quite enjoy watching it every now and again. Mm. I wouldn't want to watch it at length. But then... I kind of have been watching this series at length. I've been really, really enjoying it. It's very funny. First episode is finding its feet, and after yeah. that, it proper hits its stride. Oh, it's I'm really good. That. Are they half an hour? Are they an hour? Because I like the half an hour ones better. Um, do you know, I'm not even sure because uh-huh. I watched two on the train today. Oh, that that'll be what do you reckon that half is? hour. And it practically filmed my journey. No, my train I think is an hour and forty. Oh, okay. I was on the slow train maths, today. Maths. Good bit of math there, but I, I like it. I'm going to watch it. You watch Marin. I'll watch this one. I don't, do, do I like I him? I do think you'll like him. He's quite grumpy. No, but I've listened to like his podcast. Uh, he's got the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's good. A bit, and he has sort of it's in his garage again, and he has good guests. Oh, is it? On. Is that? Is it just the podcast? It's a based around him. No, it's not the podcast, but that's part of the show. It's a half an hour show, sort of. So I want to say sitcom, but not. In Have the... you watched Black Mary yet? I've seen four, five. Sorry, five episodes. I've seen two. I've another one this morning. I've actually seen two. I saw. Well, I, I've I've both seen and narrated one of them because Joe couldn't handle the second one, which was about video games. Yes. Yes. Um, and she was scared of it. And even though she says that Black Mary is her favourite programme, 
she literally wouldn't look at the screen and she would just listen to it and I was like you know have to look now because it's subtitled this bit and she's sort of like looking out the corner of her eye reading the- she sometimes puts a hand up to her face and makes a small little hole with her thumb and just watches it through hmm. that I get that what, what does that what, what's you the don't want to see the whole thing you just want a, like, a tiny bit of seeing but you're still seeing the whole screen yeah I like that one um, that's <laughs> Kurt Russell's son isn't it, isn't it yes it is Kurt and Goldie's fucking image son. of him isn't he yeah um, I thought he was all right, and I thought the girl was very beautiful, but then I Googled her and she didn't look that good in photos. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> for, sorry, love. For a bit for me to objectify someone. Which girl? The, the, the one girl who she had the one I saw with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, she was ace. She was very good. Very she good. Was very yeah, good. Yeah. But it doesn't take a good photo. Oh. <clears throat> Dear. Takes a better one than me. <laughs> I am in control of this station. I will book who I like. What the fuck? Why is that so short? It's the doors. It's a short song. Break on through to the side isn't a short song. Yeah, it is. It's not that short. It is. How long was that? That's like about two and a half two minutes. Two minutes thirty. That's not how long that is. That is. You're thinking of the end. That's a that's radio a edit. One. That's not a radio edit. It's a radio edit. It's not a radio I'm edit. I'm not having that for I'm my break. <laughs> I'm having another break. Jacob, why'd you keep coming into the studio? No, don't run away now and leave the door wide open. Why'd you keep coming in? What are you doing? Speak up. Bullshit. You've not lost your voice. Everyone heard you yeah. present the show earlier on. What are you doing? Why are you adjusting a camera? God. Don't think you can just come back in when I turn the mics down. And the tones of Smooth Criminal slowly move away. And we return to business as normal as we wave farewell to MJ Jackson. Yes. Who, uh, Au revoir, who MJ. Sadly, sadly passed away, didn't they, of he course? Did. Released about the doves. Ten years ago. <laughs> when did he die, Michael Jackson? Like five My years favourite ago. question to ask you is how did Michael Jackson die? Because you don't know. How did he die? Heart attack. No. Medication. No. Should I tell I, you? D- I don't know. Should I tell you? Please tell me. He was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, Michael Jackson record. I just made, just made it up. Well, you could say dangerous. Welcome well. back to the show. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. We've got an extra guest, haven't we? Well, we sort of have, but we got a, we got. A, Jake has bought a guest. Yeah, Silent yeah, Mark. Yeah. He's put Silent Mark on. Um, I was told Silent Mark was in the next show. I, no, correct? no, no. I was talking to him about maybe. Uh, I don't the, mind. I like him. No, no. I was in that. Not even the evening show. I was in the, the following the show because he said it wasn't time specific. So the next show. Yeah, like so the, the third, three more shows. Two shows from now. From now. Well, the, yes, two more. From two, now. two would go, and then he'd be in the third one. Yeah, so we're That's both correct. right. Correct. So we're both right. Um, but Jacob's just well, booked, Jacob's just gone ahead and just put it on him. Twitter, hasn't he? Yeah, so just whacked it on Twitter. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. Just booked him. Was that was that supposed to be? Was he supposed to be on this show? Um, not necessarily. I was going to see if we had time. Okay. Mark knew that. Again, and I don't mind. Speak to you. No, I don't mind either. I'm quite I was happy. going to see if we could fit him in. Fills but, it, doesn't it? But Fills the show, doesn't it? Maybe if anyone else wants to be a guest on the show, Jacob will book you. So just sure. um, drop, give, a, drop us a text now. You can give him a call yeah. if you want. I'll put you through Bring as him a up guest. Again, whatever the number is. 0330 Just give Jacob a call. Yeah. I'll probably put you through as a guest. No, he'll definitely put you through as a guest. 0330 0200. 0200. I didn't wear that. I knew that number off by heart yeah, once, and now I don't know it at all. 
Um, yeah, just ring up. Jake will just put you, he'll put you straight, straight on the show as a guest. Through, yeah. Just be a guest immediately. Maybe you, make up something you want to promote. And you'll know. be official, by the way. He'll tweet it. He'll yeah, tweet yeah, from, yeah, he'll the, it from, from the from uh, the food bar Twitter that yeah. you're, you're an official guest. Yeah, he'll just yeah. do it. He just takes matters into his own hands. He's have loads of guests today. Again, by the way, Mark, if you're listening now, this isn't... This isn't <laughs> No, no diss no, on no, you no. at all. It's nothing to do with you at all. Well, hold on. He's got in touch with us. Oh, here we go, Jacob. You, e- even the people you just book of your own accord, you can't even nail down. <laughs> <laughs> so Silent Marks tweeted us, I'm easy. I'm hopefully free at 3.30 if you want to fill some time. Can't hopefully really, free. Can't advertise guests if they may it's not hopefully be free. free, Jacob. So, so what you're asking me to do, I mean, this has happened before, hasn't it, mate? Like them blokes who do the R2D2 thing. Is that you basically present me with a guest and I flag it up in the show, trail it and that, mm. and then it gets to the actual time and you're like, oh, sorry, no guest. Yeah, no. I mean, Connor's free now if you want to be a guest because it's linguistics yeah, lecturer it. didn't show up, so he's listening. He's All right, mate. All right, Hello. Connor. Want to be a guest, mate? Give us a call. 0330-223-0200. Uh, just give us a call, mate. You can be a guest on the show. Sure. Think about something promoting. Connor Wallace, official official guest. Yep. Just ring up. Sure. Say to Jacob. Jacob will answer the phone. He'll go, hello. It's quite scary when you get through to him, but don't be intimidated. Yeah. He'll go, hello. It's a bit like Riff Raff opening the door in, in Rocky Horror. <laughs> and um, in the actual Rocky Horror, not the fucking thing that they put on the other night. Oh. Don't know what that is. Oh, the remake. Oh, I'm, I didn't know anything about this, Holy and I'm glad. Shit. What is it? Who was in it? What, Holy what? shit! Damn it, Janet! What was the point? Holy oh, shit! Um, well, don't want to slag it off. I don't want to no, slag it off. Of course not. But holy so shit! So I've uh, I've nothing more to say. <laughs> Okay. Because I don't want to slag it off. But holy shit. Oh, okay. Did the world ever wasn't go wrong? Brian in it. Here we go. No, it wasn't. Tim oh. Curry was in it. Um, Tim Curry played the narrator. It was uh, the it was desperately up. sad. I felt he, he acquitted himself as well as he could do, given you know that he's a poorly man. But holy shit! Hmm. Um, Ninja Pirate Walrus. If he doesn't come on at three thirty, can we send Barry to another shipping container and the guy will just be waiting sure. there? Um, no, no, we can't do that. No, Mabel. Um, Mabel <clears> said uh, trying to make Eddie the French call in so he can promote his improv. Of course, yep, certainly. Just call. All you got to do, call in. On that number, what's the number again now? 0330 Call in on that, just say to Jacob, um, you might remember me, I'm Eddie, I am a Don't guest. Don't a name, I'm just a say I'm a guest on the show. Oh, you just say, just I'm, say a I'm a guest. Say I'm a guest on the show, put so, me on the air now. That's what you need to say, don't worry about names. Yeah, that's what you've got to say. I am a guest on the show, put me on the air now, and Jacob will put you straight through. Right? That's right, good. deal, deal. Shall I read out? What's this? I've got an email in. If you like. So we had an email in a couple of weeks ago, which I forwarded to you, and said I wasn't quite sure what to do. It's from I Josh. Didn't, you know, again, we've had this discussion before. I don't, if I, I don't read emails from you. You did read this one. Uh, it's question for the show. Brackets. My best mate is coughing up blood. Right. But you didn't read it. I know. Uh, but hey, Ian. Yeah, I have read the coughing up blood one. And no. I, I didn't want to take well, that, off the title. That should be put in the shredder immediately. Why? We've established this as a real title. Now. You write to Ian. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. who, that's who you write to. You don't write to Ian and Nat. You don't write to Ian, Nat, Jacob and Adam. You don't do that. You write to Ian. It's yes. my show. Yeah, true. If you write to anybody else, that's for them to deal with, but not on my show. Well, I know that Josh is listening in. So he's he wrote in. Got a bit of a dilemma going on that I could use your help Bad with. Bedpard, yeah, you can be a guest. Oh, yeah, you could do if you want to call 033 Josh, give yeah. us a call. My best mate, uh, my best friend, sorry, recently told me he coughs up blood now and then, but hasn't yeah. seen a doctor about this. His argument being that the idea of seeing one makes him feel weird. <laughs> I've explained to him why that's the thinking of a moron and I've badgered him to phone the doctors. Um, we are both team Ian... So right. I feel like if he's going to listen to anyone, it would be Ian. If you tell my mate Reese to stop <laughs> being stupid and go and see the doctor, it'd be greatly appreciated. Well, that's, I'm, I presume he's alluding to the power pod where we have Team Dodge. Yeah, yeah. It was, was Team Peacock, but I don't know what it's going to be now, Team whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
I, I again, he, he, he thinks what about a doctor? He doesn't want to go to the doctor because um, He said he doesn't want to see one because it makes him feel weird. Does and coughing up blood make it's you feel fine? Just, up. just fine with that. No problem at all well, with that. The thing is, I emailed back Josh and said, "Absolutely fine. Coughing go, up blood. Go and see a doctor. Weird to see a doctor. Fine, but I had another update on it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Ian, an update on my foolish friend. Reese on the phone. Still hasn't seen a doctor. Is yet it a guest? Is it a guest for the show? So, I'm sorry, Nat. Sorry. Is it a guest for the show? Is it, is it a guest that we've booked? Is it a real guest or is it... No, 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 yeah, put them through. Put them can through. I finish this? Yeah, yeah, can I? Um, an update on my foolish friend. Reese still hasn't seen a doctor, yet alone even book one. His reasoning being that the coughing up blood has stopped. I've stressed to him that the fact it wasn't ever an ongoing thing is cause enough to see one. I've also interrogated him and found out he's got a lump somewhere, which has been around for two years. He refuses to say where. I've explained to the madman that he should definitely see a doctor, but he's remained somewhat adamant about this. This was right. after 40 minutes or so of trying to get a logical reason out of him. He's resigned to his current state of being. At this point, he's going to end up being the poster boy for men who didn't get their lumps inspected and ended up dying from it. I'm, I'm, Seems like he's a lost cause, but perhaps Ian can turn I'm things around. I'm not sure I buy this, you know. Really? Who's on the phone, by the way? Okay, but that one, that one. Hi. Hey, hello, who's on the phone? Oh, it's uh, Eddie. You're right, Ian. Hey, man, you're right. Um, just give us a second. Did you listen? <laughs> did you hear that email that we just read out? Uh, I didn't. I'm afraid. No. What sort of guest are you? I was. Uh, You've got to look well, into was, these things, uh, mate, if you're going to be a guest. I know, but I was uh, I was under the impression that listening to the radio whilst being on the phone would cause uh, an eternal feedback loop. No, yeah, only should, when you're on air, Yeah, actually. but it should have been coming through your ear anyway. Yeah, that's true. You would have been able to hear Oh, right. Okay. Otherwise, how did you hear me saying who's on the phone? Don't lie to me, Eddie. That's a bad not, start. That is a bad start to an interview. Do, mm. not, do not lie. I do not deal well with deceit. All right, are we back as, on track? As, as, the, as the previous Eddie knows, yes, I am. Are we back on track? Good, we're back on track. We're, right. back, we're fully back on track, Sally. Right, there's a boy here who probably, has probably got cancer. We don't know that. He's been coughing up blood <laughs> and he's it had sounds, a lump. It sounds, a he's lump. got a lump and he's coughing up blood. He's, he's had a lump for two years. It's almost certainly cancer. No, 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 he's had a lump for two years we're, and he's been coughing up blood. But he won't go to the doctor because it makes him feel weird. Is where, where is the lump? He won't, won't say. It's May. It's May. Oh, as right. as the email saying for me to tell him to go to the doctors. Right. Um, well, yeah. Uh, how, lo- how long has the blood coughing up been going? Why, uh, why would I know this? Uh, All I've got is an email. Oh, I don't know. Unless fifth- I'm writing okay, to my well. own show as if it's NHS no. Direct. Fifth, around the, uh, mid-October <laughs> it started. Mid-October. But apparently it stopped. Mid-October? Yes. It's mid-October now. Well, this came in on the 15th. Yeah. 15th, then, of October it started. And what's the date today? 24th? 25th, yeah. Is it over nine days? Yeah. <laughs> this is bollocks now. <laughs> well, you think it's not true? I don't think Josh is saying this. I think making it up. I don't right. believe Josh. If it's true, Josh, if it's true, tell, what's he called? Reese. Tell Reese that he's a bellend. Tell Reese to go to the doctors. It's almost certainly nothing, because most mm. things when you go to the doctors are nothing, normally. If it's something, nevertheless, still getting dealt with. If it's something, it's already something. Mm. So it's not, he's not finding out, well, he's finding out, but he's not getting it at the doctor's. He's already got it, if it's something, if it's something bad. If it's nothing, your mind's at rest and all the rest of it. But you can't ignore coughing up blood. And a lump. I'm all for not going to the doctor's if you're just, like, a bit ill. Or if you're like, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. But you're not, sh- you know, if you just yeah, think... I think if you feel like you're going to die, you probably no, should go to the No, but you know what I mean? If you're just, like, hypochondriac or whatever. If oh, you're just yeah. making it worse in your own head. Hypochondriacs are the worst, aren't they? So aren't, who'd be one of them? Aren't they? <laughs> um, but... Uh, if there's a definite symptom like coughing yeah. up blood, oh, yeah. that's just just get just go to the doctors. Don't be, don't be, don't be ridiculous. No. Do you agree, Eddie? Say, Reese, go to the doctor. I, I entirely agree. Anytime you're just freely bleeding from somewhere, yeah. Unless you know why, then 
go to the doctor. Well, we should, yeah, exactly, unless you know why. So, yeah. but, but this doesn't go for, like, like 12-year-old girls who've just come on, but they don't know what's happening. Of course, well, no. I was talking more about, you know, a skin knee or something. But, yeah, that, that, that's the same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, if, you, if you've cut your knee, would you go to the doctor? Nat goes to the doctors quite regularly. She's an absolute nightmare for I'm her. not. I hardly ever go. She's always going to the doctors. I think they worry. I think they wonder about her at the hospital where they should even humour her anymore. They just, they don't well, some people see it as a nice day out. I exactly. There we go. Exactly. Admitted it immediately. So Eddie, what would you, what um <laughs> what would you like to, me to ask you about? I've got two minutes before I've got to put a, a different guest on. But what um what do you want me to ask oh, okay. you about? What question shall I ask you? Uh, um. Uh, I suppose, well, uh, Mabel did suggest uh, talking about the uh, the improv course. Right, so, there we go. Um, All right, I'm yeah. going oh, to flag it up. Yeah. No, just hang on, I'm doing it. Have we put a tweet out saying Eddie's <coughs> a guest on the show? Because I feel we should do I've that, I've got quite a bad cough today. Oh. No blood, but it is, I'm quite, I'm coughing a bit. Um, so our next guest at the moment is Eddie French. And First he's, uh, uh, no, uh, welcome to the show, Eddie. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's all right, mate. Um, honestly, it's peace piss getting on this show. Um, so, uh, you do an improv course, right? Yes, that's true. How's it's it going? Do you think you're going to pass? Um, I, th- I hope so. Um, I have been flirting with the course leader, who is also me. Oh, yeah, fl- yeah. Yep. Totally sure. Good idea. I'm not sure I'm my type, though, that's the thing, so. Okay, we've got, we'll one, we've got one minute, let's do some improv. Right, here we go. Where okay, are we? Okay, G- cool. Give me a place, give me a place. Oh, um, uh, let's have a, uh, a cargo ship. A cargo ship, and give me a race. A race? Yeah. Relay, um, relay, say relay. No, give me, a, give me a race of person. Um, I'm going to say, um, 70s Arab. Okay, so we're on a cargo ship, okay? I'm in charge yep. of the cargo ship, I'm from the UK, yep. and I've just found yep. you a, st- a 70s Arab in the cargo hold. Yep. And, uh, let's I don't know what that means. And, he- and here we go, here we go for some improv for the next, uh, 35 seconds, right. <clears throat> okay. You there! Come on, one minute. Good. What are you doing in my ship? I'm just checking it. <laughs> you don't sound like an Arab. First of all, I don't know what 70s Arab means. No, no. You don't sound like a 70s Arab. Is there Arab a delay oh, on the um, line now? Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, know, I know what I'm supposed to do. We've got 10 seconds! Ten, se- ten seconds! Ten seconds! Right. I'm checking it, Effendi. You're checking it what? Effendi. Ascend- what does that mean? What's that mean? Effendi. Ascendi. Ascendi. It's like sir, but in 70s Arab. Oh, brilliant. Oh, there we go. Ascendi. So there we go. How about that for yeah. some improv? Pass. 1-1. One, one. It's good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. where's your improv course running at, man? Uh, it is, uh, it's, uh, part of, you've had Silky on the show before, it's part yeah, yeah. of his, uh, Laugh at Leeds, um, uh, idea, and he runs the stand-up course, I run the improv course, uh, it's, uh, six weeks, uh, all Monday evenings with the graduation show on the final Tuesday. Where can people find uh, out in about Leeds. it? Uh, they can find out at, uh, SilkyTheComedian, full, uh, com forward slash courses. Courses, Silky the, the Comedian. final, mm. final. Go on final one this year will be starting in a couple of weeks time Sounds good good well and uh, finishing finishing mid-december well what i will say is is your improv was very good today you can probably tighten oh, up you. on that by the time the course starts however i will yeah, vouch yeah. for you that i've seen you do improv before and you're very strong at doing improvisational oh, comedy you. there you are you're really good at it man and we oh thank you very much man i appreciate it and uh, we, we do teach you all the races uh, throughout uh, the six-week course, so don't worry, that's all good. All the races. Oh, and, uh, M- it, Mabel says hello. Hello, Mabel. Is it from all eras as well, though? Because I don't know. You did seventies Arab. Oh, will yeah. it be? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, okay. um, because the only way to do it properly is to do it. Of course, know, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With got... all of your heart. So, well, yeah. Voices change, don't they? Voices change. Um, Eddie French, thank you yeah. very much indeed, man. Uh, Great guest. Uh, <laughs> if you want to be, a, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can be. All you got to do is say to Jacob when he answers the phone, "I am a guest on the show," yeah. and he'll almost certainly Straight point through. you through. But he might tweet you one week anyway and just say that you are. Yep. You never know. Oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred, and you can be a, just say to Jacob, "I am a guest on the show," yep. just like Eddie did then. Look, they're rowing. Let's see, it's an actual row. Nat's going mad at him outside. It's an actual row. Listen, listen, listen. Re- really shouting. Listen. Can you hear it? Can you hear it or not? Isn't it brilliant? Jacob, if you've got time at some point, can you get me some more cover versions of Smooth Criminal, please? Because I don't think two is going to be enough. <laughs> Just, yeah, sort out some cover, some more cover versions of Smooth Criminal. Yeah, time. If you can't find them, you'll have to sing it. <laughs> smooth Criminal. Mm. Again, Jacob. Um, right, uh, so now we've got to we've got to get reorganised, haven't we? Yeah, we're, uh, it's our second guest. We're in a bit of a mess. Yeah, God, second guest. Already, it's going to be our first guest. But... Uh, it's James Yeatman. You there, James? Yes, I am. Hi there. Hey, How's man. it going? Uh, yeah, well, do you know what? All, all right. But uh, <laughs> it's been... We've only been on for 36 minutes, and it's been a... Um, it's been a car crash, mate, I'll be honest with you. The wheels have already fallen off. Yeah, but do you know what? It's like, the, the problem with the show is, though, I tighten the wheels before it starts... And then yeah. there's like a load of buffoons who work here who just go around unscrewing the nuts. Do you know what I mean? Right, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm not yeah. looking. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's an uphill struggle. Even though I'm driving the car at the time. <laughs> so, you know, it's lethal, isn't it? But uh, you're, yeah. lucky, you're lucky you got on, really, because Jacob, who I believe you spoke to, yeah. he's a barrel of laughs, isn't he? Uh, but Jacob uh, has just been putting all his mates on. He's just been saying, selling so as a guest. Mm. And then I turn right. the phone on. It's like, I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, well done on being an official guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's nice to be expected. Yeah. Yeah, isn't um, it though? And it's, do you know what? Yeah. And it's nice to expect people as well. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you're the artistic director of um, Kandinsky. Uh, th- is it theatre company or is it theatre Kandinsky's? Theatre company, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. How long has that been a thing? That's been a thing for uh, kind of 10 years, although we like took some time off and restarted it properly about two or three years ago. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, 10 years. How old are you? Yeah. I'm 31 years old. God. (laughs) And you're the artistic director Um, of the... Yeah, I have a theatre company. Well, they won't so not split not, not as about it. Yeah, not, not natural. No one's giving me a building or anything. But that's still um, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on Fubar Radio, It's a kind of imaginary mate. thing. What's that? I'm 43 and I'm on Fubar Radio. That's Congratulations. Okay. That's right. Can you... Yeah. Do you cast? Do you cast? Are you in charge of casting? Am I interested in casting? Like, what, casting you? Are you in charge of it? Would, the, would you be in charge, in charge of the casting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. What could I be? Um... Um, uh, I'm shit at casting is one of the things that that has just upped my chances (laughs) (laughs) that has immediately made my chances better Um, yeah 
I've done. I've been. I don't know what I'm doing. I've been in doctors. I was in doctors. <laughs> You've been in doctors. Yeah. And the other doctor. I was a starring. I was a starring role. In, well, guest star in doctors. Oh wow! As a patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a, a psychic. Um, oh wow! Or a boy who thought he was psychic, but it turns out his manager was giving him magic mushrooms, and it um, oh, sure. brought on an heart attack. Wow. Yeah. Doctors. Well, uh, yeah, B- BBC won that, mate. What? Mm, mm. And Doctor Who. And Doctor Who. I was in Doctor Who as well. I'm yeah. quite. If you, if you do anything with doctors in it, I'm quite good for mm. that. Doctor Who. Well, yeah, that is. You know, that's what we're doing at the moment. So. Right. So mm. I could be in this thing that you're doing at the moment. Um. Yes. Although. Yes. Yes. You can come and play a patient. Yeah. Who's Lauren Mooney? Uh, what's that? Who's Lauren Mooney? Lauren Mooney is uh, the produ- is our producer and co-writer. Basically, of the show, she just tweeted that us. we're doing. Ah, oh, right. She just said that you're on. So, uh, should I try? Right. And, should I try and get in with Lauren Mooney as well? If I'm trying to get into, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should yeah, I retweet yeah. it? Yeah, she's oh, the power behind the. Yeah, retweet and, and, and like it as well. Yeah, like I'm going to like well, it and retweet yeah. it straight that, that away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gets us better <laughs> in with it. Actually, can you just reply? Who's Benny? Do we know him? No, forget Benny. Okay. Can we just put reply to it and just say, oh, thanks, Lauren. Be be lovely to chat sometimes. Okay. From Ian. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put my put my put my Twitch in there as well. Thanks, Lauren. Because I I just take any DMs. I've got my DMs are open. I'll put word be love. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'll put your yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. I should just explain if you can explain to Lauren my Twitter handle is my old stage name, but I don't know about the name anymore. Bracket. Oh, right, I think. Uh, Ray Peacock, yeah, there we go, brilliant, that's that sort of Right, so, uh, has it started the play at the moment? Uh, no, we are in the last week of rehearsal, so I've just left the cast, uh, word, um, it's called Still Ill, yeah. after the Smith song, so uh, they're just, and we're singing it in the show, and... Uh, You'd think so my producer would have put that on the system then, so wouldn't what? you? You'd think that my producer would have probably put that on the system, but, but they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been let down from every angle. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Say so go on. Top for you. Uh, um. And Q James. <laughs> What's that? So you, you, you were in the middle of a sentence. Was I? Oh, shit. I'm standing on Brick Lane and just all these weird That's, people walk past. It's fine, mate. Do you know what? Do you know what? You, you fit right in on this show. Don't, don't you worry about that. Jacob will often just walk out of a room halfway through a sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bad habit. <coughs> so um, it's called Still Ill. I'll do your promo for you, don't you worry. And um, it's, it's about... It's about... Um, uh, it's about undiagnosable diseases. Diseases, about, like, diseases. Okay. Well, it's about a particular illness that people often say is psychosomatic, but a lot of people who have the conditions say that it's not psychosomatic. Well, it's, um, F- it's FND, isn't it, which is functional neurological FND. disorder. Yeah, and um, it's it's kind of like well, it's sim- FND is kind of similar to how ME was when ME first came out, if you like. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was uh, one of them where you have a. I mean, I've never really liked this as a thing that, as a society, we choose to go, nah, that doesn't sound real, so it's not. <laughs> yeah. Do you know Well, I mean? it's very, um, it's, they're strange, strange, strange things can happen to you, basically, to, to anyone, not you personally. And, uh, and yeah, Emmy, so Emmy's very strange, yeah, people, and people argue over what it's called, it's either Emmy or chronic fatigue syndrome, yeah. and doctors like to call it chronic fatigue syndrome, and often patients like to call it ME and there's a whole kind of and they a lot of patients hate their doctors because they think they're being told they're making it up yeah yeah, yeah. and um, 
and this is really similar to that basically and the symptoms are all kind of completely crazy so you're you can have seizures or paralysis or you can go blind or all sorts of terrifying things yeah and there's nothing and then you you go and you get a scan or whatever and um and there's nothing there's nothing there you know and then or yeah nothing and and then so it's a kind of really scary thing because then yeah and then you get shunted off to psychiatry and they say well are you feeling depressed and you go no my hand doesn't work or whatever it is or i'm blind and um, they go oh well if you're not depressed there's nothing we can do for you so you end up in a weird limbo basically yeah um it, it, it's an odd uh, one, isn't it? When you, when you have something that's because because logic would dictate that there's nothing wrong with you. You know that that's that's mm. how, how you know unfortunately how people will see it is that yeah. you've you've got symptoms but you've they've found nothing and they've looked everywhere. Mm. So logic would dictate yeah. that. But at the same time, even if it's just a psychological imbalance or whatever, you know whatever the reason for it is, mm. even if your brain is just telling you you're real and you're get you're feeling the pain or you're feeling the actual issue, yeah. that that's an issue, isn't it? So that's real. That's definitely yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, you it's could very be real. You, you could be made to feel like i mean sort of <coughs> lumping it in with depression seems ludicrous to me because it's like you know yeah these, it's just all such a a rich and varied tapestry the mind doesn't it yeah. so to sort of go to try and link things to other it's it, well people often do that with autism don't they where they try and link things to other things it's, and, it, and yeah all a, every str- i call them strains of autism but i get bollocked for that sometimes when i say that they go it's not a strain it's not a strain it's like, well that's how i choose to look at the autistic spectrum yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. Because um, the autistic spectrum, you can't draw it. It's it's however you see it yourself. You know, it's not a thing. Yeah. It's not a graph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But well, this is the difficulty people face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, but, it's, but, yeah it's very strange. But 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 everything in autism, like Asperger's or whatever, they're, they're all they're all made up of different symptoms. You know, they're all floating symptoms. Mm. It's not you know, it's not like well, okay, Asperger's will be X, Y, and Z, and that's it. It's like you know, everything sort of crosses over all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of Asperger's with a bit of something. It's like cooking or something, isn't it? There's a kind of... Uh, and that's what happens here, that all these conditions kind of blur into each other and then yeah. there's kind of slightly odd... odd. Bit, and then you have to give it a name because, it's you know, things have to have names. Yeah. Like, like, in the way in which we work things out. But so it, if you can't get a name that makes sense to you, then you can't get better. Yeah, but I, 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 guess the, I guess the inclusion <laughs> of neurological disorder in there makes it sound sort of ultra-negative and makes it sound slightly... Uh, mad doesn't it that's that's the that's what i think anyway yeah um so probably it's like operation U tree right <laughs> i've often thought that operation U tree is a really bad name for what for what it is right yeah because it should be called operation find 70s sex criminals it should yeah, be. yeah 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 because the thing is is U tree is you there'll be a pub called the U tree and there'll be well i know my friend's got a theater company called U tree yeah right and it, and it's like it, it interferes with all them people, and they've done nothing wrong. No, exactly. Yeah, you suddenly get tarred with the uh, with the Savile brush. Yeah, you do get tarred with the Savile brush, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> you certainly do. Uh, yeah, and, and none of us would wish to be tarred with the Savile brush. No, exactly. So I yeah, think yeah. Uh, FND is fine, but the actual full thing of it makes it sound overly negative on on the part of the sufferer. Is what I think. Yeah, but that's not your yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. That's not your fault at all. You're no, 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 no. Well, it's, uh, the thing is, what I didn't realise when I started because I uh, like I started work on it because uh, my whole family work in medicine, and so my dad and my brother are doctors, and my mum is a speech therapist, and I wanted to get involved in the family business. I think and said, oh, what if I made a show about medicine? And then all my family looked at me suspiciously. Right. And we're like, what the hell do you think you're doing interfering in, in our stuff? And 
And then so I thought, well, you, you know, what if he started looking at undiagnosable conditions or diseases or um, that kind of stuff? Mm. And then and then I met lots of doctors who treat it, who treat this condition. I, well, yeah, and then met lots of patients and all this kind of stuff. And um, and every and it's so that is such a delicate thing. What people call yeah. At one point, we were advertising the show as being about psychosomatic illness, and then I got about kind of ten emails from different people going, "What I've got is not psychosomatic. Right. Blah, 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 you can't say that. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. for this." And um, so it's a complete minefield. Uh, well, you I don't know that you, you, you don't. <laughs> if, if it's psychosomatic, you don't know it's psychosomatic because, as far as you're concerned, you know you're, you're really ill because you are you're, feeling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, think, yeah. I guess people think if it's psychosomatic, it's like, well, no, I'm not putting this on. It's like, no, no I know you're not. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not yeah, putting yeah, it yeah. on. Your brain is telling you that hurts, but yeah. what we're saying is there's no reason for it to hurt. Yeah. So it, there you go. And it's what's weird, but then people expect you to go. I, or, or, or people who have it then think, well, now you want me to tell me that my mother didn't love me or I yeah, was beaten yeah, up by my uncle or something like that. And they weren't, you know, n- not necessarily. Uh, and so that's what makes it very difficult. People expect a kind of X Factor style, yeah, oh, yeah, my granny died. And so <laughs> my. It's a fucking uh, tip, so now I'm going to this song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the um, brain light, it's all wrong, isn't it, the brain? I, I, do you know what I think? I think we should all just stop thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, do yeah. you play first? Because I, I well, obviously do the pegs. I'm in it now. But who am I playing in the play? By the way, just so I know. Um, probably a uh, yeah, better just a just a mm. just an ill person in a bed. Maybe. Okay, you can right. do that. Have I got lines? Yeah. Um, you maybe groans or something like that. You good? I do one now. I just did one, but that wasn't a, <laughs> that was a sigh. That, that was a real one. It was a sigh, not a groan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not, but I should, I should have a line, shouldn't I? So you can be mic'd up. It's louder. Me and mic'd up. You now, can't get mic'd up in a theatre, mate. It's bad, that, bad that form. Was, that that mate. was quiet though. No, 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 no. You can do. That's that, can do, that's, that's rubbish. Bad Mike form. That's important. rubbish. Bad form. <laughs> Miking the anti-miking brigade. Yeah. That's, that's, um, I'm the anti-miking brigade. You Bad are. form, yeah, definitely. Shouldn't be mics in a theatre. Why? Because they're designed to carry your voice. Well, you have to do louder groan then. We got to project it then. <laughs> do it. What's wrong with you? I can't. I went strong skill. I can do it. No bother. But uh, what the problem with this is all these YouTubers who now think they're famous. They want okay. Have a microphone, please. Like no, you can't have a microphone, mate. Project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak, speak louder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speak louder so, so the ladies and gentlemen can hear you in the audience. So is that you saying now that from now onwards your company will no longer use microphones on stage? Um, we do have microphones in it. Well, no, but they're very obvious when people use them and when people don't. So, I don't mind we've it got, uh, if it's like part of the show. Like, I don't mind it if, like, if it's the entertainer or something. You know, if someone's yeah. doing doing an act in the show, that's fine. Yeah, I don't but, want any but of these clip mics. But, but cheating, cheating mics. Not having you don't that. Like. Yeah, I can't. I can't well, back trained, your production in good faith. No, sure. No, well, we don't have clip mics. We're only in a tiny theatre, so we don't need that. What theatre uh, is it in? Is it, in? it is the new Diorama Theatre, which is in Warren Street, or just near Warren Street Station. I don't know basically. that one. Is it actually new? Is it a new theatre? It's Well, it was. There was a beautiful old diorama that got knocked down to uh, build, like, Santander's new headquarters, and I imagine that as part of the settlement to allow them to knock down this thing they they said you have to build another theater so they built a new a new diorama okay uh which um is in yeah is in a slightly strange place but actually has been has been making great work in the last few years yeah okay. um and welcome loads of funky companies like us in and things like that so uh yeah no they're great grand um yeah so it opens first november 
yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you finding this out for the first time as well? <laughs> He's in Brick Lane. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm just kind of rubbish at remembering but dates. Being so yes, in Brick does, Lane doesn't also, erase yeah. your memory. It does. I've been through there sometimes. You come out, you can't remember stuff. Right, I'm going to tell you, James, when you're on. It's the 1st to the 19th of November, 2016. That's this year. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. New Next Diorama month. Theatre. What time is it on? Um, I'll let's have a look. I don't think it told me that. Um, 7.30. Yes, it does. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. Amazing. Uh, yeah, tickets yeah. are £12 yeah. and £10 for previews. £15, £12 concessions um, for the regular show. Previews are 1st to the 3rd yeah. of November. It's the new Diorama Theatre, which, of course, is on Triton Street, London, NW1. Uh, booking information, the best place to book tickets is uh, www.newdiorama.com. Um, and that's uh, or telephone if you want if you've got a pen 0207-338-9034 but you're probably best going to newdiorama.com on the internet for your tickets uh, to the show Still Ill which um, I think we promoted incredibly well today yeah um, <laughs> we've revealed finally that I'm in it playing the bloke in the bed uh, and I think if I get too bored during it not that I'd be bored of the play but I mean, if I get too bored just lying there mm-hmm. just being impatient there's yeah. a decent chance I will do a turn yeah right? we can go up and sing a Smith song I might do that I might yeah. do that Smith yeah. song I'm sure it's queued up for me now did we J- get it? Jacob, did I asked you get Jacob that song? to download it he can't find oh, it oh right Jacob could, right uh. listen to this Jacob just told us in our ear he can't find Still Ill by the Smiths <laughs> Is that a real song, James, or do you, have you made it's that a, up? Of course, it's a real song. It's it's real, famous, wondering why Jacob can't find, find it. Still Ill, you bellend. <laughs> Where have you? It's like saying you can't find Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like fucking. It's just, what do you mean you can't find it? <laughs> For whose version? The theatre companies. No, James haven't released it on fucking it's iTunes, you idiot. Smith's version. Oh, holy God shit! Sake. What? If, I'm sorry, James. If you would like it's to okay, call up and okay. come in and be a new producer on the show today, then by all pop means, on man, in. You, you could probably do it on Brick Lane because you do it better <laughs> than he's on it. Oh. Uh, James, thanks ever so much. The, sh- the uh, place called Still Ill at the new, uh, new Diorama and uh, starts on the first of November. Thanks for joining us, man. I'm sorry that you well, had to be subjected to such a car crash. No bother, no bother. Good luck getting the wheels back on the show. Well, I'll, I'll probably see you tomorrow at rehearsal anyway. Yeah. Cheers, Mum. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get, your, um, we'll get the bed ready. Oh, Excellent. God. So it's oh. all coming back to me now. <laughs> cool. Sorry, just get, let's get rid of Ozzy in a second. Got a guest, mate. Another guest? Yeah. Surprise guest for us. Uh, whoever rang us up, who's on the phone? Hello, it's Connor Wallace. Hey! Connor Wallace, how are you, man? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Uh, well, uh, some better days. What are you doing today? Yeah, that's fun, though. What are you up to? Well, my lecture didn't turn up, so I've got a free afternoon now. Do you know what? I really wish my producer hadn't turned up. Hey, what? I, I, I'm, I was going to say I can apply for your new producer if you'd like. That's reply, mate. The job's yours. When can you start, Perfect. Connor? When can you start? I can start straight away. I've got a free day. I... Is well paid, I imagine. Don't you live up oh, Scotland yeah. or something? Yeah, I know, but got wheels, we'll travel. Let me find out. Jacob, how much you want a year, mate? How much are you on a year? Oh. Nothing is work experience. That's bollocks, isn't it? That's bollocks, <laughs> isn't it? He's really... I think he's on about, about five grand a year. That's okay, then. You up for that? Yeah, and yeah, go ahead. You'll commute for that. Can I stay with Nat? I don't know, ask uh, Yeah, sure, yeah, I've got a safe. Right, yeah, yeah, I know, I like Connor, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. yeah Deal, fine. then. Yep. Deal. There we go. Um, so, Connor Wallace. 
Uh, Ian Bothworth. One, two, three. Third guest of the third, show. Third, yeah. Third. I want six today. Iron Man's still going, by the way. Still going. Um, what should we chat about? What do you want to promote? Uh, I've got a new career choice. Brilliant. What are you going to be? A flight attendant. <laughs> Were you not doing comedy? Mate. With some Connor yeah. comedian. Mate, can we not... <laughs> Look, you, you understand, I support you regardless of sexuality. Yes. <laughs> Anything like that, whatever you want to be, you be, man. But yep. I don't want you being crowbarred into a stereotypical <laughs> career. Free travels ace. Just because you are um, a man that likes men. I'd be very good at it, I think. Mm, I see. And that's what they all think, mate. Would you like crisps or nuts? <laughs> <laughs> have, you applied for, have you applied for this? Uh, I've looked into it, but I, then I, I feel like my degree would be a waste of money. What's your degree in? Well, it's going to be in English, so it's kind of a waste of money already, yeah. I suppose. You, well, yeah, well. No, no, you can learn stuff. Um, yeah. So, well, what, were you, what were you going to be before being a flight attendant? I have three forks. Right, Three career forks. Let's hear them. Let's hear your prongs. Okay. English teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Flight attendant. Noble career. Borderline, but still noble. <laughs> and spy is the third one. Spy. Spy. I thought you were following comedy dreams at one point. Mm. Comedy is kind of like a hobby, and I feel like if it becomes a career, then that's a nice thing, but I wouldn't want to just pursue that straight away. Right. Do you do gigs there still? Uh, a little bit. I mentored some new young comedians in Edinburgh this year, which was fun. You mentored them? I did, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It means Scott Gibson. Fucking hell. Am I ever out of the loop? <laughs> um, well, that's good. What did you tell them? Let's do it. Here we go. Because now, now, have you ever done comedy? No. No, here we go. That's a perfect opportunity then for Connor I to said, share. I said, make sure you face the microphone and well, don't breathe so heavily tell into Natalie, it. Tell Natalie. Yeah. Natalie. Yes, Connor. Don't go too close to the microphone or you'll make a bad sound into it. So I just want to get the end. There we go. Popping. Popping, you mean? Yes, popping. There we go. Yeah. Don't pop in the microphone. Okay. Good. Yeah. Have you got any questions? Also. I mean, I'm listening. Oh, here we go. Okay. Don't get. Don't. Like, walk up and down too much, because it looks like you're copying Michael McIntyre, and it's not that funny. Okay. Well, that's only if you jog. <laughs> or skip. There's a few skipping. others that run around the stage, aren't there? Yes, the Canes. The Canes, yeah. Oh, sorry, I, meant, I, I meant the Russells. I meant the Russells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Canes run about, aren't they? There's Canes. <laughs> of course, there's the one with all the spike hair, yeah, there's the one with the suit. <laughs> all the Canes, mate. Um... I'm going to see Billy Conley next week. Okay. Oh, nice. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of dreading it. Why? Because he's again, he's not a well man, and he's like, I mean, his head's fine, mm. but it's it's so it's how I felt with seeing Tim Curry in the Rocky Horror thing. Is is it's just sort of like I don't want him to stop. No. I'm not saying that he shouldn't do it. It's just quite a hard thing to take. It's quite. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the only yeah. victim in this, in this scenario, but. It's quite a hard thing to adjust to and sort of, and to not. I, I desperately don't want to pity Tim Curry and I desperately no. don't want to pity Billy Conley and I can't. But I can't help it. I don't yep. think you need to pity either of them, do you? But they're both. Well, Curry's had serious strokes and and Billy Conley's, you know, has got, got yeah, he's yeah. got Parkinson's. So yeah. it's, it's like, yeah. how, how can you not feel pity for someone who's having a bad life situation? But he's still doing. It's like what's it about meatloaf the other week? Uh, yeah. Is it's that thing of like I don't want him to stop. I don't think. Oh well, you should just stop then. It's like, but it, I, I think I'm going to find it hard. I was well enough when he won that award, Billy Conley. You yes, know, I was like yeah. proper because he's just so frail and so. You I know. saw I saw a clip from his uh, new DVD and it was actually pretty good. The clip. Yeah, um, no, I, I dare say he's fantastic. I, I'm just yeah. I, I've it's been very a, different though. It's very different to how he was before. That's it, and I've been mm. a big fan, and I'm sort of yeah. But yeah, I'm front row and all. 
Yeah. Oh, right. But at the same time, it's nice. It's nice to see him kind of progress through his life on stage. I, I absolutely agree. With you. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's hard though, isn't it? It's difficult. Yeah, very. To sort of say someone who's been so same with Nat, really. Similar, yeah. Very, Excuse very me? similar. Yeah, you you kind of feel it's slipping away. Yeah, when Connor? you, yeah, I, I guess if, if you've listened to the show in previous shows before that Nat have been, Nat's been involved, in, I guess that it, yeah. as t- it'd be interesting to hear it, wouldn't it? As time has gone on, how she's changed. Yeah, in it's that like time. when people say this man took a photo of himself every day for two years. Yeah, and you see the difference. But when it's so gradual, you don't see the difference. Well, I guess if you if we took a photo of Nat every day for the last two years, you, you uh. just you would have slowly seen shit all over her yeah, face as she yeah, just yeah. smeared yeah. it. <laughs> And, and all the walls behind her. What are you talking about? And Jacob would be in a few of them for some reason. Oh, you know how Jacob can't say podcast? Yes, podcast. N- neither can Sophie Hagen. Is that true? Does she say podcast as well? She says, Welcome to the Comedians Telling Stuff podcast. Pot? It's pot. It's his day. And, and Sophie's from Denmark, right? Mm. Yes, so Jacob is Polish. No, Jacob's Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah, Polish, okay. Is he? He, I think Polish, but you won't see him okay. in photos, will you? Because he doesn't have a reflection. Yeah, he doesn't show up in photos. Don't come up in photos. You would never see him. Um, well, look, what, what airline have you applied to? Um, I'm, it would be British Airways or EasyJet. Nice. Oh. I've got a friend who works at BH. We could probably sort you out. Does she like it? Uh, uh, well, here, here's the thing. I think she, it's something that she always wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I say she could say yeah. I've not said it for years now, but um, it, it's. But I seem to remember when she started doing it, she found it a bit much. Yeah, okay, I can it, imagine it, that. It's a lot harder than it looks, apparently. Yeah, but I kind of feel like I, I don't really foresee myself settling down with a family at all anytime soon. Okay, and so I kind of feel like traveling whilst I can mm. and getting paid for it. How old are you? I'm 18 years old and a half. But you, hang on, but you've been like a, a, an active fan of my stuff for, I reckon, five years. Yeah, 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 definitely. Since you were 13? Yes, I would have been. Wow. So you were like writing stuff to me as a child and I was I was speaking yeah. about, I could, I'm in and so I, much I, I shit met, in 20 years. I first years. met you in 2013, I think, at Heartthrobs. And how old were you then? Um, I would have been 13 or 14 then. Mm. <sighs> did, did you lie about your age? No, I didn't, because um, your shows were all, like, 16 plus, but I got in no problem or anything. Well, you did lie, then, if you were 14, didn't and it was 16 No, plus, they didn't. So it, Natalie, if they asked oh. me, I would have told the truth. That but that wasn't corner. down to me. No, no. No, of course not. Of course I not. just want to get all this on the record now, yeah, so yeah. that in 20 years' time, when they do Oak Tree, that I don't, I don't want to call him <laughs> this being dug up, unless he, look, he was fraternising with 13-year-old boys, who then became gay because of what had happened. <laughs> but you didn't know that he was 14, and neither did the venue, we should say. I've got no idea. Yeah, I don't know. The Pleasant's Courtyard. I don't owe the don't venue anything. Oh, no, name it <laughs> Oh, God. Well, Connor... Um, great guest he's been. Well, Paul, yeah, be- best spur-of-the-moment guest. Yeah, great guest. Of this Brilliant. hour, I reckon. Certainly of this hour. Uh, great to hear. Yeah, 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 we like keep on well, I'm um, always free. I'm always free. Oh. You're always well. You're not because you started off by saying you had a lecture, so you're not always free. I know. Well, I've got another lecture at five o'clock actually on philosophy. What happened to the linguistics one that you were supposed to go to this <laughs> afternoon? Um, what fucking Ms. show Mrs. is this? Tav- Mrs. Mrs. Tavakoli didn't show up. Oh, oh fucking Mrs. Tavakoli. Apparently, he got taken ill. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I hope everyone is okay. Oh, Same. Yeah. yeah, I hope that as well. I hope everyone is all right in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, it's been um, it's been lovely speaking with you, man, and good luck with you. You too. I, I, I Thank think, you very much. I think no disrespect to our friends in the skies, but I think you're probably yes. be- you're probably better than that. One day we will all be in the sky, won't we? Well, who knows? I know <laughs> we have at least one person on this radio show who's plummeting to the depths. Yeah. <laughs> Although he probably runs it a bit, doesn't he? He's probably going to. He'll be fine though. 
<laughs> Honestly, she's not even following the conversation. I Pet am. Don't worry I'm about pouting. it. That was Connor Wallace, our third guest. Thanks, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Brilliant. See you. Take care, mate. Bye bye. It's Connor. I like Connor. Uh, me too. I like Terence Trent Darby more. This is, this is no wait. This is Terence Trent Darby, right? When he's getting frustrated that his mate won't answer the phone. <laughs> Let's have this for the whole show. Oh no! Please don't do that. Why can we not have a dining table for the whole show? It's really annoying. I know, but it'll sh- shoo everybody off. No, it won't. Turn that. Presents Sarah Love and my Stiggy. Man, Rodney P in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think Westwood is is a dick rider. Mm. And yeah. so he was trying to ride gigs his dick mm. and say, yeah, them man were all shit, but you man are wicked now, innit? No, 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 no. What's wrong with that? Fuck the crude. It's not crude. It was, that was crude. I like Sarah Love and I like the mouse. She's never crude, She Sarah. wasn't. It was the mouse who was being crude then. Ma- or the mouse was talking. Who was talking then was about, about penises. And th- that's not, the, their show's on after mine. Yeah. Normally very good. I don't, know very what, good. I don't know what that clip was all about. We can talk about it's penises. It's not normally like that. They're normally, it's normally nicer than that. So I want to play a, a different, a different okay. clip. Okay. Fubar Radio presents... Joey Page. Have you seen it on the tube, this advert? Million pound Jamie. Oh, what is that bollocks? Um, oh, the job website, whoever it is, saying that they spent a million pound on helping you get a job. Well, they haven't spent a million quid on just you, have they? So it's lying already. It's lying already. And if they had, why don't you just give me a million pound and I'm going to have to go to work? Also, that bloke in that photo is not Jamie who is getting a job. He's some... Someone like you. Someone like me, some poor actor who's... Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'll but... do a photo shoot for a couple hundred quid and a rusty hand job. Oh. Well, no, oh. what? no, thank okay. you very What's wrong much with indeed. a rusty hand job? That's not suitable for a trail. You can slip that in during the show. Fine, if it's that sort of show that's going on. But that's not... Joey Page, of all people as well, he's normally more quirky than that. Nothing more he's quirky normally, than He's normally rusty. more like, oh, look, I've made a cardboard moon or whatever. I don't know what he does on stage. Yes. But, oh, I'm a fox. That sort of thing. Yeah, he does that. Not, I'm going to give you a hand job. Rusty hand job, that's quirky. Whatever the hand job is, I'm not, I mean, I'm not having that. Okay. Is that all the trails? No, there's more. Would you like to go through some more? <sighs> Hang on. Let me find something. I'm, I'm not disabled. I can do it myself. You don't know where they're going to be. Oh, There's one here. They're There's one here. There. Straight away. All right, go away. Okay. Go away. Right, here we go. Fubar Radio presents... Screen Talk with Dan Clark. Mark Gatiss. Hi, Dan. <laughs> In my memory of it... it, it... Interesting thing about Mark Gatiss, yep. actually. Um, uh, when you work on the BBC, they've got a, a thing that always comes up when you're trailing Mark Gatiss. So if you say anything about Mark Gatiss, um, big letters... It's Gatus, not Gattis. If you say Gattis, he apparently, according to what I read on the BBC thing, he, he goes mental about that when people call him Gattis. Gets, Gattis, re- gets really upset Gattis. about it. Oh. So it's always Gatus. So well done, Dan Clark there. Nailed it. On saying it right. Let's hear what else he has to say. Felt like it immediately was a hit. It like was. Some things no, but it's not, take it's, their it's time. Every, it's literally what yeah. happened. Benedict was an overnight sensation. Yeah. Actually, we went to the same university, me and Mark Gatus. Okay, he seems nice. The League of Gentlemen, nice. all of them, they were yes. in, uh, three years above me. Oh. Uh, same course. It's interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. Let's listen to the rest of the trial. Okay. 
And when we did the pre-publicity, obviously Martin was the was the name, and he was an overnight sensation. That was it. It was. Who's that about? Martin who? Freeman. Martin Freeman. Extraordinary. And it'll never happen again it, to us. It, yeah. it was uh, something. It was like bottle lightning. The, the, the timing, the the, the the casting, the writing, everything just clicked. Yeah, career. Yeah. It was just its moment. Every Friday. Street Talk with Dan Clark. From 12pm on FUBAR Radio. This one's rude. Got another guest on the phone. Who's on the phone? Hello, it's Bethard. Hello hey. there, how are you? I'm fantastic, how are you? I'm alright, is that your real name? Uh, it's my nickname I've had for about ten years. That's yeah. alright, do, do you want to go, are we staying with her, are we staying with Beppard? Uh, if you don't mind, that's even what my boss calls me, so I'm good. What <laughs> word does Beppard come from? What's that, what's the thinking behind that as a name? <laughs> well, one of my friends who is a bit of a crazy bastard, uh, who gives most people in my area their nicknames, because um, my real name is Katie Shepherd. Okay. And... He thinks that I'm evil, and every time uh, this is a few years ago, six of them. Every time I'd walk in the room, he'd do the hit the symbol and go, "Maha!" All right. Well, it's good that you kept that name. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Well, people used to like be like Beckard, and I wouldn't even know they were talking to me, and I used to hate it, but now I'm. The original one and only. <laughs> okay, you've made you've made friends with Beppard. Okay, well, Beppard's a nice name, mm. but Kate is also a nice name. Thanks, man. I like it. <laughs> They're both Beppard's nice names. Uh, if anything, you've got an embarrassment of riches. So you're our fourth... Is it four? Uh, fourth, fourth guest. Fourth guest fourth on the show today. today. Surprise guest. Well, number, so there you go. Yes, indeed, <laughs> it is. And um, what would you like your interview? Uh, we have... Uh, oh, God, we've got another guest in a minute. We've got two yes, minutes. I'll let you pick whatever you want, man. No, I'll, I'll no, 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 that's not how this works. You've got to do your press release over the phone. So what mm. would you wish to speak about here today? Live. Oh, my God. I should, probably should have thought about that, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> All right, let's ask you some questions. Um, are you married? No. you got a dog? I have a dog too. Those two, by the way, I'm not suggesting right. that you're sleeping with your dog. No, that no, wasn't no, no, what was no. going on then. <laughs> no. Well, how dare you? <laughs> These are all just top of, all top of my head questions. What sort of dog is it? Uh, Alaskan Malamute. It looks a bit like a wolf. Why are you not married? Um, because my boyfriend hasn't asked me yet. <laughs> are you? Do you wish him to ask you? Uh, I'm not for really. Is he there now? No, 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 I'm at work being a glorified scarecrow sitting around dead seagulls. <laughs> what's, your boyfriend's na- what's your boyfriend's name? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark, okay. How long have you been getting out of Mark for? <laughs> About four years. Four years. We've got a house and all that jazz. Where did you meet Mark? Getting old and growing up and shit. <laughs> Where did you meet him? That's a good question, I've not. Uh, actually online on um, uh, alternative, like, because obviously we're like Grebo's and all that, on an alternative dating site called Savage Hearts, believe it or not. Okay, that's... And he was the only one who didn't show me his dick straight away, so I oh, thought nice. that's, that's probably a... the best one to go with. But then, when you f- <laughs> but then the first time you saw it, were you then like, oh, I wish I'd seen this before? No, no, he, he, he's all right. He, he was all right, man. He was all right. Nothing off putting. What, what's <laughs> what's so good about his penis? <laughs> well, that's penis. I mean, it, it, that's all. That's all you need to know. <laughs> what's, what's so good about your boyfriend's penis? That's my next question. You want to be interviewed? This is the interview. What's so good about your boyfriend's penis? Is it kind? I wasn't. Jerry that Page. was the other crude Jerry shows. Uh, you'll notice I'm saying the word penis. This is a medical conversation. So. In, oh, okay. In well, relationship. Wrong with right? No, that's not what I said. I didn't say is there anything wrong with it. I said what's so good about it. I know. It? I'm trying to avoid it. Is it good? Is it a good penis? It's a good penis. Why? It's a good penis. Above average. That's uh, why. Above average. Oh heavens! Good, yeah, is that important? Good. Yeah, it's 
me, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Are we doing the press release about her boyfriend's penis now? Is yeah. We're saying okay. that it's about how you use it, to be honest. Yeah, and I've not true. met anybody below average who can use it well, so, you know, maybe I've met the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, I reckon so, mate, because I'm way, I'm way below average and I'm, like, I can get away with it. Um, Fair play. my best friend and he's got two kids, so it obviously works. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, mine, I think, I think <laughs> mine works. What, um, where can we get in touch with Mark? Is he on Twitter? No, well, he might be. He's got a YouTube channel called 40K Series. If you tweet that, I'm sure Hang he'll on, get let's it. let's get this written down. What's, what's, it, it, what's it called? <laughs> uh, 40K Series. 40K, 40K Series. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're going to get in touch with him as, as if Oh, my we... God, all his fans are going to see it. That's hilarious. Is he, like, is he, is he a big deal on YouTube? Um, I don't know, it's on about like between 25 and 50,000 subscribers, so it's doing alright. I don't know what, is that good? Is good. That good? That's, that's quite okay. good. Not shabby. I all think right. it's good. I'm going to get good. in touch that we found him. We found him already. Uh, th- 30,000. 30,000, that's very good. 31589, uh, actually. Yeah, that's good. That's views, that's views. Yeah, no, subscribe, Hello, subscribers as well. 3412. I mean, I'm probably listening to it and I just, I can't, I just don't understand any of it, but it's doing all right. That's honestly, honestly, <laughs> Beppin, it's, it's absolutely fine because we're going to get in touch with them as if we want to talk to them about 40k. Adam, while you're here, can you do this for me, mate? Yeah. Uh, this 40k theory is on YouTube. <laughs> get in touch with the guy, he's called Mark. Mark, who runs it. Tell him that, um, do it, say it for your show. For, uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So it sounds authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then put him on the air with me and we're going to get him to ask Beppin to marry her. But maybe now, because that's. <laughs> Beppa's no boyfriend. He's got a, a nice penis. No. Talking, he's, he's got a really nice penis. He's <laughs> yeah. got a nice penis. So but we want to talk to him. Beppa's just been telling because he's got a nice penis. He's on, on Twitter. Let's have a look for him on Twitter. Don't say the penis, mate. It's a very quiet. Can't hear, mate. You're it up. <laughs> you genuinely break it up. Um, well, look, we'll do we'll do what we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get in touch. We'll do. We'll try our very very best. Um, to get all right, you do what you got to do, man. To get Mark to ask you to marry him. We can't promise anything at all, nor do we even know your answer. Right. However, we do know that it's going to be fun finding out. Uh, well, uh, it's in your hands now, Ian. I've got all Bison, you know. But you know what? It's not in my hands. It's currently in Adam's <laughs> hands, but I'm worried that he's going to pass it on to Jacob. Oh, no. He knows better. Oh, God, no. Your impression of him was incredible. When he answered the phone, I was like, Jesus Christ. Wasn't me. <laughs> I mean, wasn't me. Honestly, I can't guarantee that Mark won't be married to Jacob by this time tomorrow. He does shut up guests. Oh, Gwen well, Taylor. That will be Remember disappointing. That? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but lovely to speak to you. Uh, by the way, I'm aware I've got an email waiting from you. I, w- I will respond to it. I'm oh, really don't worry about, bogged oh, no, under. I'll get back to you when you can. Don't yeah, I will. Just so you know, I'm not. I'm not putting you off. I never thought you forgot about me. Don't worry. I know what you like. But I think. I think <laughs> if Mark knew what you'd written in that email, he'd be very upset. I thought, that's why I was surprised when you said your boyfriend. No, <laughs> stop it. Well, keep Proper. it between us, man. Keep it between us. And, she, and, she, and she's giving it. Oh, is the only one who didn't show me his dick? I'm like, well, what, what, you should have seen the photo she sent me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, double standards, this, wow. isn't it? Um, lovely speaking to you. We'll speak to you soon. No worries. Have a good day. Man. Thank you, you too. That was Beppard. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Let's get to what is that? Four, four, five, one, two, four. Two minutes. Ian Boldsworth on FUBAR Radio. Welcome back. That was the fun-loving criminals with one of their songs. Fun-loving criminal. Don't like them. I do. Oh, okay. What's wrong with them? I think they're crap. Why? I've, it's just, by the way, it's just a curse. I'm gonna get. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh, John, you there, man? I'm there, man. There. Hi. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. You good? Good. Yeah. Well, I've had better days, but I'm all right. <laughs> it's been a bit of a mare. 
Sorry, Nat's just turned you down completely. No, I haven't. What are you doing? I'm waiting for him to. Sp- I was waiting for him to speak so I could test the levels. Are we okay? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> it's not your fault, John. No, no, you're good. Yeah, you're good, John. It's just occurred to me. Because um, John's story, uh, what we're plugging is uh, it's a book, a book, right? Your autobiography, yeah. Yeah, an inspirational correct. life story of reform by one of Britain's most notorious armed robbers. And it's just occurred to me: mm. have, have all these songs about crime deliberately? No, I've had to with Stren Darby, Dance Little Sister. What criminal activity is going on there? We've had two lots of smooth criminal. It's We've good had fun loving criminals. Yeah, we had Iron Man, which because that is which what I John... dragged across and did myself. That no, wasn't you even didn't. on there. I put that on there because John is in an Iron Man competition. So have we dedicated all the songs to John. Well, today? Yeah, I've made it a John special. Oh, thank you. That's all right, John. Oh, you're welcome, mate. I mean, are you are you like utterly reformed as a character now? Yes. Have you still got links? <laughs> no. Stop it. Right. If I want to say it, right. This is all hypothetical. Yep. Say I was struggling a little bit with somebody I worked with. Yep. Right. Or or a couple of people I worked with. Say one, not two. Right. Just say say that was a thing hypothetically. Of course, it's not the case. But if it was hypothetically. Yep. And I wanted them to, how do I put this, not come into work anymore. Stop it. I don't say would, would you be able to, and you wouldn't be complicit, but would you be able to, just casually in conversation, push me in the right direction of where I could find someone who could dissuade them from coming into work anymore in, in however... Severe away. Use the code word no if you mean yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say no. Uh. Right. If yeah. I were to read your book, Redemption from Iron Bars to Iron Man, yes. by John McAvoy with Mark Turley, if I were to read your book, would there be clues therein as to how I could, if I, if I was that way inclined to do this, find somebody or a group of people who could basically, how do I put this, silence Jacob forever. <laughs> Not, no, no. I think that might be the wrong sort of book, I think. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. Right. I think what, what, well, um, um, people go and buy John's book. What book would I be looking for? <laughs> what would um, it's called, it's called, oh, oh sorry, um, what book would they be looking for? Probably The Iceman. The Iceman, okay, I'll just write that down. Will there, will there be, like, phone numbers and e- email addresses in that? Or? Yeah, because who's going to put that There would be a book? lot, yeah. There. <laughs> right. I work my through it. So, tell me your tale, man. God, where do you want me to start from? Um, At the beginning. Yeah, basically, um, I grew up in South East London, um, right. in quite a sort of like, uh, I had quite a normal childhood, to be perfectly honest with you, so up until like, the age of about eight or nine, and uh, my stepdad come out of prison after serving quite a big sentence for armed robbery, just right. finished off 16 years. And um, he came into my life when I was quite young and never had a son. Um, but my mum had my had, a, had my sister with him before um, he went to prison and they got divorced. And my mum met my dad. My dad sadly passed away before I was born. Okay. And um, anyway, he came out of prison when I was about eight years old. And he basically, because he didn't have a son and he come back into my mum's life because my sister, he kind of took me under his wing a little bit. And then basically he just opened up this whole world of um, crime to me when, when I was growing up. And... And I was basically, I was always very sort of, I was always a very driven kid. Like I always wanted to be successful when I got older, and I was, I was always very, I just wanted to become rich. I wanted to be a millionaire. And and basically, like, everyone I saw that had all the trappings of wealth and they were successful were basically criminals. And 
And I just didn't have any sort of positive role models to look up to whatsoever. That, that basically went to work and they run businesses and they kind of got on with their lives and, and they made money legitimately. Everyone that I saw that did that struggled and everyone that I saw that didn't do that and done criminal activity were basically were making lots of money. And, and the older I got, the sort of the deeper into that world I ended up basically what, getting. Was was it, was, so so was, was it as considered as that, though? Were you actually analytical in that way? Or, was that, or, or is that just retrospectively you look back and you work out, oh, yeah, of course, that influenced me because everyone I knew. No, yeah, like, so, no, this is, yeah, this is very, obviously, at the time I didn't, yeah, at the time I didn't see it like that. It was just, yeah, retrospectively I look back now and obviously I didn't have those sorts of people. Like, looking back, I, di- I didn't realise that at the time. Like, I thought, Success was basically acquiring monetary wealth, and and every, as I said, like a lot of the people that I was around as a young kid were a lot lot older than me. Like when I was sixteen, seventeen years old, I was hanging out with forty five year old men and forty year old men, and a lot of these were very sort of wealthy. Right. So I didn't really like. Again, this is retrospect, but at, in that moment in time, I didn't see it as sort of um like I didn't have, I didn't have that outlook what you said that like, analytical outlook on it I didn't see it like that I just saw it as that that was success in life I didn't see any other way to be successful in life other than that and but, then but, but I, I presume the people around you so that those those influences that would transpire to be you know essentially negative influences in the long mm-hmm. run I, I guess that they they would have known they're right oh no yeah yeah obviously like and and, and what I'm I don't like to shirt responsibility for my actions yeah, yeah. because I'm fully and I'm fully responsible for everything. All my life decisions, I'm, I made them. No one ever made me do anything I didn't want to do, and, and I went down the road that I chose. But again, my the environment in which I was in as a kid did have a bearing on the way I perceived stuff. Like I can remember when I, when I was really sort of, well, I must have been about eleven or twelve years old. That ITV put um, there was a film on ITV about about my uncle. And it was very surreal experience watching a man on the tape, like an actor playing your uncle in, right. in a robbery, and they're using his my surname, and, and I'm seeing my cousins on the being played by little actors, and and that had a massive impact on me. Like it was, even though he was obviously in prison serving a 25 year prison sentence for the film, but they made the film about his life. I didn't see that. All I saw was just like the, the money and the and the sort of power and. And 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 yeah, I'll say success, but just just the sort of the things as you're a kid, you look up to people, and and it, they they would glorify what he did. And yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess the recognition is something that like, you know. I think most people desire recognition in whatever yeah. the, whatever their chosen profession is. So if your profession is armed robbery or whatever, or being a you know a bad lot, I guess your recognition would be to become like a notorious gangster or what have you. But there's still that that element of. I, I, I get it how a kid could, could say that, and I get, I'm always, I, I try and be as sort of lefty about it as I possibly can, you know, I think it's yeah. important to to hold on to values like that, I think it's important to hold on to values of understanding of people, and, and, and understanding that, you know, people, no matter what sort of bad lot they become, you know, they, they, as you just described, there's often influences in there and there's often a naivety in that and, and all the rest of it and and one day they may get their wake-up call one day they may not but i think if you if you go down the path of just being as hateful yourself then you're you're always on a hide into nothing yeah um but but i also to be to be absolutely brutally honest i also have a real difficulty even even with that what I was calling a lefty outlook. Lefty's not right, but you know what I mean? Sort of a, yeah. liber- a liberal outlook, I guess, to, to these sort of things. I still really struggle. Like, I, I really struggle with it. With um, people who've, who've led the life you've led up, up until a point in your life, who then uh, capitalise on that later on by releasing books and all that sort of stuff. By the way, this isn't a dig at you, 
like no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. That's it's fine. It's um, uh, yeah, it, it's. I find it a really difficult thing, and I, I guess how how do you? Because I presume you have regret, and I presume you have remorse yeah. for the things you did. I'm getting that from just speaking to you so far. Yeah. But how do you uh, tally that up now? You know, because I guess there's people who have been in your life who you know, or who you who you've affected in life, yeah. who who it affected forever. You know, like so. Yeah, of, no, no, yeah, yeah. And 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 yeah, and that is something. That obviously, as as a grown adult, and when I've matured, and and obviously when I've gone through the moment in my life where I've decided to. It, it made me reflective of everything I've done, like the, the damage that I caused. And, and not just to my life, not the years of life I lost, but I, you kind of always cop out and you think, well, if I'm never physically hurt now and I'm never hurt now, and then it comes the realisation that you just, even physically, you can psychologically hurt someone. Yeah, and no, that, absolutely. Well, well, weirdly, even though you weren't party to it, and nor was a listener, but earlier on in the studio, before we started the show today, yeah. Nat, Nat said the same thing to me. When I was saying that, and Nat said, um, well, he didn't kill anyone. It's like, well, you don't, you don't kill someone. No, no, you don't. And, their life. And, and, and no, yeah, of course not. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I deeply, deeply understand that now as a grown adult. And, yeah. And when I, when, when I, like, so basically, the, the, the people that obviously, like I said about earlier, I grew up around and stuff, like, the people that I'm around today, like, got people that, are, that have gone to the Olympic Games and won medals and people that have given something back and done extraordinary things with their lives. And, and I'm so lucky and fortunate to, on a daily basis to surround myself with those sorts of people. It even it opens up my eyes now how bad that I actually was and how bad those people were. And I'm embarrassed that I used to look up to people like that and basically idolise those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I've seen the effects and the damage, the, not the, the, the destruction that they cause to their lives, to everyone else's lives around them, to people that don't even want to interact with them and they still cause destruction in their lives. So then the good that the, the people that I'm around today, the people, the things that they've done, and that opens up my eyes even more yeah. to, to of how bad my life actually was. And, and, and honestly, like, I, I get what you're saying about a book and I, I totally get that and I 100% like profiteer and all that, but... If the reality is known, deep down, I don't actually really care about the book, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, like, no, my, no. I, I, my, I, my, go on. My, my, motivation, my motivation is that the platform that that book will give me will allow me to basically do good for the rest of my life in the context of stopping. If I can stop one kid, yeah. one kid, going down the road, I went down looking up to the wrong people and wasting their whole life sitting in a prison cell, and then all the lives that that person will affect, I'd be happy with that, and and then and any criticism I took, I, I'd accept it because I'm deeply passionate about trying to stop kids from going down the same road that I went down. What? Because I I was I was as bad as you can get. Like, I was in that environment. I was in maximum security prisons, and people said that I'd never be able to change. And I, and I and, and up to a certain point, I didn't want to change. But then when I did change, and then I'm doing what I'm doing today with sport, I've realised the power of sport. If I can use that power and show kids that. You don't have to accept where you think you are in life. If you think I'm just going to end up a criminal because everyone around me is a criminal, I hope that I can show them that that's not the case, that they can do other stuff with their lives. Well, that, that's the counter, isn't it? So that's, that's the counter to my... Uh, and as I say, it's the thing I, str I struggle with. I don't, I don't mean to say that I'm like, well, you shouldn't be allowed to write a book. I don't, I'm not like that at all. Yep. I, just, I just struggle to align it. However, that is the counter. So that's the, that's the counter argument is that by telling your story, and, and obviously you're the best placed person to tell your story, is, is that you can, it, it, it can be a positive, it can end up being a positive thing for people. I, I, so I, I absolutely get that and, and applaud that completely. Um, I think what what your hope is, you just sort of go. Well, I hope 
that somebody reads it all the way through. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? I hope they don't just no, yeah. read read the crime shit and then just go, this sounds brilliant, this is easy money, and then, you know, you don't actually see the... You, you know, I, I guess everyone in, within, within those sort of circles thinks, well, it, it, it won't be me, I won't be the one that gets caught, or I won't well, be... Well, but, 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 but that's the case, like... Like, and, I, and I've said this to kids before. Would you be willing to get a fifty pence piece and keep flipping it? And then I said, if it lands on heads, you're not going to die. And would you keep flipping that coin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might win. You might win nine times out of ten, and it'll land on towels. The moment it lands on heads, it's finished. Yeah, your life's done. Like your life is finished. And I, I've seen. I've been privy. I've seen young kids at twenty-one years old come back with life of a minimum of thirty years, and they are crying their eyes out, thinking, "I'm not coming out of prison." So I'm sixty years old or fifty years old. Yeah, I witnessed that with my eyes, and I, I. I it's so I'm so passionate about trying. If I can just stop one kid, one kid, I'll be happy. One kid. So what was the so what was the turning point then? So was it like when you were locked up? That's what according to press release. But I don't really. I sort of skip read press releases. I'd rather ask yeah. you. Um, so when you were locked up, was that was that the turning point? Was it something that? Happened? No, it wasn't. No, it, it wasn't. And I, uh, when when so for the first couple of years I was in prison, I was put, I was kept in. Um, a high security unit in Belmarsh Prison, okay. and I was there. I was there for two years, and I got transferred out there to another maximum security prison. And then I got transferred away from that prison to a Category B because I was progressing in my sentence. And I'm, I'm being honest, and up to that point, I wasn't being rehabilitated. Like I generally wasn't. I was just. I was basically ticking off the days so I could get out of prison. Got you. Okay. And and then basically what ended up happening, um, I had. I was watching. Well, I was watching a game of football on the TV one night. It was a World Cup qualifier, rather than versus um, France. And at half time, I phoned my cousin up, and he told me that my best friend had died, committed an armed robbery in the Netherlands. And um, Ian, like even to this day, it just—I can't describe to you how I felt. Like it—I've never experienced anyone that I cared about dying, and I, and and the way he had died, in the circumstances in which he had died in, like committing a robbery. In, and then I looked at myself, and I was like, "What have I done with my life? Like, I've achieved nothing positive." But I looked at him and. And like he'd never had kids, he'd never got married, he'd never done anything really with his life. He just wasted it. He's lit twenty four, twenty five years old. He was dead. It's finished. Yeah, and that was the end. That was game over. Yeah, it, it was. I, and I looked, and all I had to show for all of that years, that absolute destructive, horrible world, was like a watch and some good nights out. And I thought, yeah. what have I done? Like I've done nothing positive at all. I've added nothing into the world. I've just taken away from it. And then the weeks that preceded it, like. I was just—I was listening to people in prison talking about crime and stuff, and it, I just—I didn't want to hear it. And I was just sick to death of hearing that negative sort of existence. I didn't—I didn't want to be around it. And then I got on a rowing machine, and I was just very fortunate that I was very good at, at exercising. And then I realised that basically sport could be sort of the vehicle to help me turn my life around and do something different with my life. And, and, and I don't know if you could call it all the all the stars aligned, but I was very fortunate. A prison officer saw me on a rowing machine one day and saw how good I was, and then. He let me do all those rec- um, some records and world records on the round machine in prison. Okay, and it just and it just gave me a lot of self belief and confidence in myself that I knew that I could use sport as a vehicle to break me out of that cycle of committing crime and in and out of prison and wasting my life sitting in the prison cell. It, it's it's uh, it's a really good. I, I mean, I saw. I hope you understand what I meant earlier on. You know, and uh, no, no, yeah, I, I, I guess you do. But it, it's it's one of them. Is it's it's. 
you, you, you're kind of convenient now, do you know what I mean? Is you're, you're, you're now kind of, uh, that you've come through that and that you've come out the other end of it. So it's kind of convenient, unlike your pal who's away, you know, you, you sort of, that you're able to put something back and you're able to flag up these, you know, the, put these red flags up for, you know, for kids who, who might be following a similar route, you know, route to the one that you took. Um, so it, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's admirable, man, and it's sort of... Um, Thank you, mate. You know, and long, and long may it continue. But the, the, the book's called Redemption... Yeah, I'm going to tell you now, by the way, that the, the so I've just moved it, but the song that was queued up on my system for the end of this interview yeah. was fucking Redemption Song by Bob Marley. Like, oh, like, no. like we were going to go to that. Don't you dare put that back where it was, no, Matt. I'm getting still out. All right, fine. Um, but it was nice speaking to you, man. And yeah, I, I, I guess, end of the day, innit? One kid will do it. Well, you know, one kid will sort of, you know, if you start one, then you're doing a good thing and you're putting something back. Thank you, mate. Um, so it's Redemption from Iron Boss to Iron Man by John McAvoy and Mark Turley, an inspirational life story reformed by one of Britain's most notorious armed robbers. And I guess it's available all the places you'd expect books to be available. Yeah. Yeah. Smashing. Um, all right. It's released on the 22nd of October. That's just gone, hasn't it? Yeah. Two days ago. It's going all right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you find out when your figures come through. Um, well, good luck with it, man. Thank you very much, mate. That's again. Thanks, John. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. John McAvoy there. Um, we've got to so see you've put Stalil on now. And some covers of Smooth Criminal. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Don't know what they're going to be like. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. <laughs> I need to just uh, interrupt Kandinsky's performance there of Still Ill, um, <laughs> because we have another surprise guest on the oh, phone. Oh, lovely, okay. Uh, who's on the phone, please? Guest number five. It's James. James. Hello, James. Yeah. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm good, yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. What do we know about James? What do I know about James? I know quite a lot. Go on, tell me one thing about James, then. James uh, what? James what? James Barker. Oh. James Barker. He tweeted in earlier to say it was good that um, Jacob was getting a bollocking. Ronnie Barker's nephew. I thought you were in jail. Or son. No, or son. no. <laughs> um, so, James Barker. Yes. What do you want to speak about? You've got uh, just over two minutes, two and a half minutes. There he is. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on the uh, Four Nations coming up. On the what? The Four Nations? The Rugby League Four yeah. Nations? I'm not... Do you know what? I'm not really asked about International Rugby League. I have a bit of a weird no. thing with it. Is that... Because I write for 4020 magazine. Yeah, the yeah. Rubble League magazine and uh, it, this time of year is always a bit of a nightmare because they're sort of emailing saying what's your article going to be about and, you know you're going to do something about, about the Four Nations or the tests or whatever and I'm always like I don't really got out say I'm sort of the, do you know what the issue is I'm a, I'm a club man yeah so I follow Saints and, the, and it's club but I don't follow my club because of geography so I don't, I don't follow my club because um, I'm not even from St. Helens. I mean, I'm born in Warrington, so it's like I follow Saints as a club and not as a town. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think with the internationals, it's always got to be. I, I always get a bit uncomfortable with any kind of jingoism and any sort of you know anything that's like England this and England that or Great Britain or whatever. You know, it's it just doesn't sit well with me. I think it's that. Yeah, well, I can see where you're coming from. I'm, I'm not bothered about sort of England doing it. I'm just. Excited to see rugby being on. Well, there's that. Yeah, there's an element of that. There's an element of that. Yeah, I get it. I get it completely. I just think it's going to. Do you think it's going to be another whitewash though? But like, traditionally, not. It's been. Yeah, yeah. She's not. She's well, not it's interested. Rugby, isn't it? What? Well, fucking. I'm not no, interested no, in armed robbers, but I fucking made an effort. I am listening. It's going to be a whitewash. 
Is it going to be a whitewash? No, I don't think it is. Uh, who I think are they playing? St. Helens. And they, no, St. Helens aren't playing. The rugby. It's an international. That's England, the conversation Scotland. we just fucking had. I know. Had. But I don't understand sport chat. Who are the four? Who are the four nations in the four nations? England, Wales, no. Australia, no, yes, uh, Australia, South America, South Europe, America, Europe. That's Europe. a continent. Europe. Yeah, I'm just. I don't. Great Britain. Well, is it England or Great Britain? What is it? I don't know. It's, pro- it's probably Wales. They're good at rugby. Say New Zealand, Natalie. Sorry? Say New Zealand and uh, New Scotland. Zealand. It's New Zealand and Scotland. Of course it is. New Zealand, Scotland. And I, what was the other one I said? Australia. Australia, Australia yeah. And what was the other one? So, I don't know. What did First what? thing you said? England. <laughs> don't fucking try and put her off. Like, no Adam one's ju- helping. Adam just shouted France in the headphones. Yeah, <laughs> it's as good as, is it France? Yeah. Um, I think I suspect Australia will win it. Yeah, I think it's going to be sort of same old sort of result, but you know, so, sorry, is, sorry, Jay, you know, I'm, I'm just going to sort you again for a second. Stop tutting and I stop soaking. Tut. I didn't. I wasn't a tut. Right? I accidentally tutted. I've got no interest whatsoever in that theatre company from earlier on. I've got no I interest whatsoever in Armed Robbers. I've got no interest whatsoever in Mark's comic. I didn't. Right, right. Don't I'm, say that. I've got no interest oh, whatsoever no, in Eddie that. French's improv well, course. Okay. I've got no. Fine. But let's you wouldn't know me. that from the actual because I'm I'm here doing the job. So if we're talking about rugby league, just for a few minutes. That's fine. I wasn't tutting. I don't think I was tutting. I don't puff. think anyone had. I don't because I think you're just making up that I'm tutting now. Did you hear a tut, Jay? I didn't tut. It, it was. I could barely hear you over the tutting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, oh, very exactly. Funny, very yeah, funny. yeah, and Nat said exactly. Yeah. Um, She's admitting it. Who just supporting regular in league? I'm a Leeds fan. Are you still? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clinging on. Someone's got to her. Leeds, uh, Leeds nearly got relegated this year after winning everything last year. Why? What happened? Just a, what? Yeah, good question, Jay. What happened? <laughs> Uh, not a lot, actually. That's the problem. What not you, a lot happened you, at all. What do you reckon happened? Because you, if you're, do you go and watch them and stuff? You go down to Headingley and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what? So what, what happened? Just too many senior players leaving. Same sort of happened with Wigan when they lost Farrell and Robinson. There plummeted down the table. I think it was just we're losing Simfield, Peacock, and Lula. Why we just didn't have that car anymore? Yeah. But I, I tell you, I'd rather have a season like that than uh, a referee performance like Ben Feeler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather sort of have no chance and it snatched away like that in the in the semis. Yeah, not 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 nice, mate. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm I'm legally slightly hand tied there, but uh, for what I would want to say, but um, yeah, not not great, not nice. Yeah, yeah I saw no, some comments on Twitter about what you uh, what you thought about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think I think you'll. Uh, yeah, I think you will be a, a, a better a better thing for the season you've had. You know, it's it's often nice and it's of the. The chair kicked away for a bit, so you can come back bigger and stronger in that. I think Leeds will be fine next year. I think it has yeah. been a freak season for you, and it's just been, uh, yeah. But it was it was really interesting to watch. Like it was really bizarre to watch from an outside eye. But yeah, um, it, was, it wasn't fun to watch from Headingley. No, no, I dare, I dare <laughs> say. But you know, I think uh, Jamie Jones Buchanan, who's, who's a Leeds one of your senior players, also writes for Forty Twenty Magazine, and I'd advise you to have a look at that. If you don't get Forty Twenty Magazine, if you get this month's issue. I mean, obviously, for my brilliant article as well. But um, there's a he wrote a great article about it, just a, you know, a, a one pager thing about it and about the emotions you go through and about the and and about how he felt that he he felt better for it for having that year that that was a really important experience of a year where you were basically in the shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd advise you to have a look. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I usually just get League Express, but I have got that. Forty. I honestly don't say this because I write in it because it, I said this before I wrote in it and it's how I ended up writing in it it's genuinely the best publication on Rugby League in the UK yeah 
Definitely. Never, never gave it a look. Have a look, man. It's it's better yeah. than like well, others, other publications. Other ones, yeah. yeah. It is, it's always been the one that I've always read, and it's always been you know, I've, and I'm dead proud to write for it. I really am. I keep thinking they're just going to write to me and say, "What? Sorry, we don't even know how this has happened. Can you stop writing these articles?" Because I, I don't think I'm I'm up to their standard, but I do my best. Yeah, you give it a go. Yeah, have a crack at it. Well, it's been lovely speaking with you. Yeah, you're nice doing it, chat. I'll get, you know, I'm going to get hassle for it. I can see by the look in my producer's eyes, no, but I couldn't give a no. shit. I'd, so, I'd sooner talk about that. Go easy on him now. Come on. I would not give him any shit. He's going to say that, and oh, I won't. You can, you can tell you're in trouble, Ian. You can just tell <laughs> from the tone of a voice. I'm never in trouble, mate. There's no such thing. In my life, I'm never in trouble. People think I'm in trouble, and people think they're treating me like I'm in trouble. I am never, ever in trouble. Uh, Apart from with the DVLA. <laughs> I got a letter last week. I've not mm-hmm. told you this. Last Monday, woke up to a letter from a debt collection agency. Oh. Opened it up from DVLA. They were using a third party to collect. I was like, what the fuck is this about? So I rang them up and they said, oh, it's non payment of road tax. I went, what? And then I rang DVLA. I've not had road tax for four months. Oh, dear. Four months. How do you not And know I said, this? why did you not send me a reminder that we did? And I said, what address? And he told me, I said, that's not where I live anymore. And they said, well, we've not received your whatever it is, V60 yeah. or and all that sort of shit. And I was like, well, I sent it. So I've had to pay the... I've, I've paid... My road tax is 20 quid a year. And I was on the phone to them going, I'm not going to dodge 20 quid a year. No. And they were like, well, this is all we can do. They, they weren't rude or nothing, but it was like... So I had to pay an 80 quid fine. Oh, no. For one month, that is. So I've still got three, three more of them to go. Yeah. Um, and obviously the road tax and all the rest of it. I was I was fucking uh, living. And I've got to pay thirty quid to get a replacement ownership road, thing oh, as well. That's annoying. Horrible. That is horrible. Make sure every you've updated your address everywhere else. They might find you. This is the issue though, with the tax disc going. Mm. That's what the issue is with the tax the tax disc on your oh, car. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not a thing anymore. What's you happen? don't need a tax disc. Okay. So people they aren't looking. They don't see when they. Uh, you know. So you may not remember when you run out. Then, I didn't. I didn't even realise. Yeah, also, this is what the thing that I might get the money back is because uh, the week it was due was the first week in June when I was in hospital. Oh, okay. So obviously I wasn't thinking about anything else, and yeah, I didn't get sure. a reminder. So. I don't think and also, it. I said to them as well. They said, we've not got your address. And I went, well, oh, the, the debt collection company got in touch with me then. Someone's got my address. Why could they not have told you my address? Yeah. Rather That's... than them getting all heavy-handed. Can I tut for them? Yeah, you can tut. That's my story, Jay. That's... You need to get writing more articles for other people now. Get that money back. Yeah, I might try that. Mm-hmm. If, if I get mine back, which I don't think I will. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. All right, cheers, Take Bye. care, man. Bye-bye. Bye. There's another caller. Oh, who's the other caller? Who's this? Hello, it's Mark. Oh, it's Mark! Mark. Oh, it's, hey, do you know what? He's fucking brilliant, Jacob, isn't he? Yeah. So you got to tell us if it's a real guest or whether it's yeah. a surprise guest. Because you booked him for the show. Fuck me! How is he actually employed anywhere? I'm going to have to speak to him after the show, aren't I? Right, I'm going to come back to you, Mark. Stay where you are, man. No worries. I'm going to put um, I'm going to put Smooth Criminal on. Okay, I can't <laughs> wait to hear this version. Just a quick... But I'm only going to play half of it and I'll be right back with you. No worries. But stay there. Okay. It's not... It's not. A, it's gonna kick in. Don't okay, worry. we'll wait. Who's this? Which, who's this one by? Fucking <laughs> glee. <laughs> I think we can abandon that straight away. I, I'm, I'm not really... listening to that. Okay. I've just dealt with Rocky Horror Glee essentially without fucking blasphemy anyway Mark how you doing man 
Not too bad, sir. How are you? Good, yeah, yeah I'm all right, I'm all right. Um, good, good, right, good. we've only got ten minutes left, so we're going to have to plough through this. So you, you've done a comic? I have, uh, yes. Why? In the process of releasing. Why have you Why? done that? What have you done that for? I've always had an interest in, in doing that type of thing. And then my mate Dan came up to me with this idea, and I thought, I quite like it. And then I started writing. And, yeah, everything came about from that, really. Right. What's it? What's the comic? Have you, have uh, you drawn it, or have you just written it? No, I've written it. Uh, my mate Dan Charnley um, has drawn it. Okay. Fantastic artist, really good uh, kind of horror artist. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a comic called Death Metal. Um, Death spelled, Metal. Yeah, spelled D-E-T-H. Why? Um, <laughs> genuinely don't know. Uh, that was the title Dan came up with, so I went, right, I'll go with it. Do you, you, you mustn't always listen to Dan. He knows more than me. I'm, I'm telling you now, unless that's relevant to the story, D-E-T-H, okay. that's a misstep. Okay. Because people will be searching for it. Oh, yeah. And they'll be right. They won't know that it's spelled differently. It's something to do with me. They won't be searching for that shit. This is excellent promotion, mate. You're like Barry Dodds. I know. I have never been good at it. Did you, yeah, my press release was very difficult to write. Was it really? Why, why is that? Oh, Barry, if you're listening, by the way, you've got like maybe five minutes to call the show to be a surprise guest. Sorry, man. Um, no, it's nice. Um, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I've, I've always had that problem. I've never been able to publicise myself very well. So uh, when it came to writing a press release, I couldn't help but put self-deprecating stuff yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my missus was like, "No, nah, don't, don't do that." So, well, you want to you want to tread the line, don't you, between being sort of you know self-praising or self-aggrandizing and actually you know not coming across as a dick, I suppose. So it's so it's it's a difficult one. Press releases are I always a difficult one. So it's usually better get someone else to do it for you, really. Yeah, yeah. But then I'll again, it comes back and you go, "I don't that that's awful." That's what happens with me. Someone else will try and write it, and I'll go, that's not, that's, that's, uh, that sounds all wrong, I'll, I'll write it. Control Fair freak, eh? Control freak. Um, so what's it, what's it about death metal um, it without is, a name? <laughs> apart from, apart from it, in metal. Yeah, apart from in <laughs> metal. Is um, it, it's basically um, kind of like a callback to Alien and, and proper, but proper B-movie, okay. and really shit horror films. Nice. Um, one of the main influences was a film called Death Metal, uh, not the Death Metal, that was... That's your um, one, mate. Yeah, it's is it a, a film, film as well? called uh, Chopping Mall. Don't know it. It is. Uh, I'm not sure if Barry's seen it. It, it, it is shit. It oh, is Barry's genuine probably one of Barry's favourites. Then <laughs> it's um, yeah. A, a mall has two or three or four or five different uh, security robots who just end up killing people okay. because something goes wrong. Okay, and it's fucking hilarious because it's that bad. So that's so that that was your starting point. Was sort of like that's it's, is it derivative or just influenced? Uh, influenced. Nice. Influenced. I'm very influenced by Alien as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Barry so likes we that. Did, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, actually, Barry's in it. Barry's in the book? Barry's in the book. Does he know? He does know. I asked him. I, uh, yes, was very, very careful about asking him to make sure he's okay with it. Does he get deaded? He does get deaded. <laughs> Brilliant. For, what, oh. in his first panel? No, no. He's actually got a... Rewrite a it. Rewrite it. <laughs> Make him die in the first panel. Make him go, hello, I'm Barry, and then something kills him immediately. <laughs> I'd, be t I'd be tempted, but I just kind of... I, I did it mainly for the fact that I wanted to put a little call, you know, kind of a little shout-out to you guys in it. Okay. So I put um, Barry wearing a Parapod uh, T-shirt. Okay, right, right. And also uh, one of the, someone's first line is, uh, keep, it, uh, keep it light, Barry. Nice, just nice, because, okay. you know, Yeah. So um, Barry's in it, but I'm not, I'm not in it, am I not? You are kind of in it. Oh. You didn't ask me. 
How come you ask Barry but you don't ask me? Because you, you haven't got a massive part. Well, I don't say that, don't call it that. Is it, is it, are we going to talk about this in every interview? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about size, is it? Come on now, Mark. Apparently, according to Beppard, it's what you do with it, yeah. okay? so... I've still got time to edit you up, if you don't want to be in it, that's the thing. Oh. All right, well... well I'll, I'll have a chat with you. Do I get killed? You do get killed. Oh, good death, though. You want, like, a like, memorable yeah, death. It's not kidney stones or anything, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you get a spike up you. Oh, like my back passage. Well, it, it might come. Yeah, I think so. Maybe come from that, but something comes out of your mouth. I know that much. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not getting a good deal in this. Well. <laughs> it's better than Barry. He gets dragged onto a spike. Dragged his onto eye. a spike. Oh, I'd rather be spiked through the eye than up the arse. I can change it. What's the image? just just swap us round? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the other bloke. All right, I'll do that. Um, so I'll how, how are you releasing it? Is it releasing a hard copy or is it a digital thing or what? How are you releasing it? We're doing it digital at first, okay. seeing how much um, people want to read it, and then we are going to go and do a Kickstarter to try and get the um, to get the hardback out. Or Good the call. Back, okay, um, and what you um, where, whereabouts? Where can people get it from? Um, if you go to our, we've got a website called uh, PrayPress dot com. Spell uh, that, please. P-R-E-Y and then press dot okay. com um, and also uh, if you go to the Twitter say, uh, page uh, at pray underscore press um, you can find everything on there the website's on there for the comic and yeah it's going to be released every Monday from next Monday fantastic so that's the 31st yeah. of October yeah? Halloween yeah. Halloween mm. or Halloween indeed well, yes. good luck with it, man. It sounds as, and I like, you know, as you know, I like people getting off their arse and doing stuff, you know, off their own back. So, I wish you every success with it. And it's, uh, yeah, death metal without an A in death, but an A yes. still, still in metal. <laughs> um, yeah, we could we, uh, we could do it death metal without an E in metal. Metal, met, me- death metal, 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 metal. 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 Don't do that because no one will find it. it. Well, it's good. I suppose it's good enough, isn't it? Um, that's that's cute for my end song. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, as always, man. Are you well, in, are you well in real life? Um, I am. I'm doing well. I'm good. Happy, which is good. Yeah, that's all that matters, then, isn't it? Yeah. What about yourself? I'm um, getting there. On and off. Good. Good. Good days, bad days. We all do. But days remain. Very, very true. Mark, thanks a lot, mate. I'll speak to you soon. You take care, man. See you in a bit. Cheers. Bye bye. Silent Mark, we're out of time. Oh. We oh. didn't get to speak to Barry. No, next show, Halloween show. Playing this. I'm sick of the national anthem. Yeah.